0: What about Clinton? Is there any hope in Clinton? There's no fucking hope in that guy. They're
1: all the same. I'll show you politics in America. Here it is, right here. I think the puppet on the right shares my beliefs. I think the puppet on the left is more to my liking. Hey, wait a minute. There's one guy holding up both puppets. Shut up. Go back to bed, America. Your government is in control.
2: Here's Love Connection. Watch this and get fat and stupid. By the way, keep drinking beer,
1: you fucking morons.
0: This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary, brought to you by AdamandEve.com.
3: Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, Steve Simon. Uh, Harrison is in the UK uh, this week for the 4th of July because uh, he's a true patriot, that guy. Leaves his country, and goes to the UK. So, um, in, uh, so, so filling in, I have two very special guest hosts. John Steele and Lance Wackerly. What's up you guys?
1: Not much. What's up with you?
3: Uh oh, not too What's much. Up, sweetie? Yeah. Thanks uh thanks for filling in this week. I know uh, I know you two probably are like planning out your fourth of July holiday weekends right now. Steele Steele, what are you what are you doing for fourth of July? Are you having a barbecue at the dorm room?
2: Uh, I'll be in the dorm room. There will be no barbecue. And if I do have a barbecue, it'll be like order out from Famous Daves, and it'll be me and the barbecue, and nobody else.
3: Do you ever get invited to uh, people's barbecues?
2: <clears throat> uh, not in probably a decade. <laughs> About 10 probably years. well over a decade.
3: <laughs> what's the What's you the mean, last like barbecue? What's the last social event you were invited to?
2: The, la- the one, the last one I was invited to, or the last one I attended?
3: The last one you attended.
2: The last social event I attended was local professional wrestling in February of 2016.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that actually would be kind of cool. Do they it do, was all right. Do, do they actually like have characters?
2: Oh yeah, they have a character, and they have uh, you know an announcer, and they have uh, tag team. You know, they have tag team titles and the the promotional title from the i think what's the name it's UCW Ultimate Championship Wrestling is what the local promotion is called it's an indie you know it's part of the indie circuit and they have like a champion <laughs> and they they have like these they have events like once a month they'll have them usually in base city at a at a like a, it used to be a bar, but now it's more like an event center type thing. Whoop. They hold them there, and then they'll hold them up north, like in real, like real, like places like Roscommon and things like that, which you know are real desolate in terms of population, rural areas. Do they do so, the things
3: with like uh, you know razor sharp fencing and stuff like that, and you fight in the cage? Or
2: yeah, they have they have shit like special matches like that, like hardcore type matches. They'll do like a. a A paint scaffold, scaffolding match, or a ladder match, or a cable match, but they usually—it usually doesn't come off quite as what you might see in the old WCW or you know WWF or ECW or whatever. It usually is a poor man's version of that.
3: Yeah, I was about to say the production value must be about the same.
2: The production value is very low, but it, the the funny thing is like there's still no like some like you watch WWF now when it's been overtaken by corporate because now it's it's a public stockholder company so they have to they have to answer to stockholders so that they have to toe the line on a lot of stuff and they can't get too risque or do a lot of stuff that's maybe out of bounds of political correctness like they used to be able to.
4: Hmm. But the Indy Circuit years.
2: doesn't have any of that. The Indy Circuit doesn't give a shit about political correctness. They don't give two fucks about it. So so the Indy Circuit here, one time we went to see, and they, they do have like Titan Trons, which are like big large monitors and stuff with video on them that they can play on the sides. And here, that still that, that political correctness doesn't isn't part of the indie Circuit. So here at one of the, the events we went to, the crowd turned on one of the wrestlers and started chanting, you're a homo and the whole crowd, you're a homo, you're a homo. And so the guy running the video boards put a graphic up on, on the video screen, like, and it was spinning around saying, you're a homo, you're a homo, which you wouldn't see now at, you know, in WWF or WWE, whatever they call it. And then the indie circuit in Chicago, which is one that they put on like online, they put like YouTube pay-per-views on like, their free pay-per-views on youtube they do it out of some fucking raucous bar down in chicago and they have a tag team called the n-words and they're a couple of black guys from compton (laughs) (laughs) the indie circuit is where it's at if you're have you you seen
1: have you guys heard about this one in appalachia the progressive liberal (laughs)
2: Yeah, I actually saw my buddy he's a a clip of him the other day, which is yeah, a he's fantastic a wrestler. heel persona.
1: Yeah, right. he's got this like unitard that's just a bunch of Hillary's face all over it and I guess he talks shit like like, you know, he's supposed to be from the East Coast and he just talks about right. everybody around, you know, that's there in attendance is like uneducated rubes. I got to yeah. get him on the and, show.
3: And just... You what? I should get that guy on the show.
2: He'd probably come on the show because he's part of the indie circuit in Appalachia. They, they're not hard to probably get a hold of, so he'd probably come on your show in a heartbeat. And I <laughs> often said, like in this climate, if I was in the wrestling business, because I'd always, I always, you know, I always side with the heel usually. Anyway, I've always been more uh, interested in the heel work than the babyface work. I always said that it, it's a perfect in this climate. I would be a safe spacer that was always constantly bitching about trigger words and microaggressions, and I'd carry around a participation trophy instead of a championship belt. That would be my character.
3: Hmm. You could have a buddy bench that you could sit in yeah, exactly. exactly.
1: Well, one thing that you could do that they used to do in WWF, but I don't, I don't think it would fly now, is is, is just be like an Arab terrorist. <laughs> like back in back <laughs> yeah. in uh, WWF, Isn't that was the a big sheik? thing, like the Iron Sheik.
3: Iron I mean, Sheik, yeah.
1: I think there was the Iron Sheik, and then of course
3: during
2: the the Cold War, they had the you know the Ivan Kola, you know they had all the Russian factions and stuff that they go up against because it was always America against Russia and good versus evil. I mean, there's a, a lot of things that. But a lot of the things they stray away, uh, you know, shy away from now because they don't want to offend somebody's sensibilities. So, well, who, like, even back when I was growing up, a, a great way to get heel heat was for a, you heat. know, a 300 pound guy to <laughs> choke slam a 110 pound female. Well, now yeah. they shy away from any male on female violence.
3: <laughs> <laughs> who, uh, who was the gay wrestler? Wasn't there kind of a gay wrestler?
2: Uh, there's been a lot of Pat Patterson.
3: Yeah, but that uh, his his 50s. act was to be kind of gay on stage. I,
2: I know, oh, Adrian Adonis, that guy, Adrian yeah. Adonis. Yeah, yeah. what, happened, what, happened to a, him, he was a poof. <laughs> uh, I think. I mean, shit. When he was when he came to WWF in the eighties to play that character, because you know, a lot of those guys back then came through the territory system, which was no longer no longer around, but they came through the territories in the south and then made their way up to the east coast into the WWF he He was already at that time probably 50, 50, 55 years old, so if he's still around he's he's got to be in his seventies or eighties by now
3: but do you think they would still do a character like that these days like have a gay they, you know parody character probably not
2: in terms of like mocking or making fun of like they might try to push one. To be, like, you know, accepted and to try to expand their diversity. But what they don't realize is that the wrestling crowd, especially if it was WCW <laughs> or still in the South, you have people that the audience makes that decision, used to make that decision for you. You could try to steer <laughs> a guy into the direction you wanted to steer that guy in, but the crowd would react to how they wanted.
3: it. The, so you're a homo team. Now...
2: Yeah, like the homo chant here. I mean, there's like, <laughs> like you would not see that today. Like it was that everybody was just you're a homo and then smacking the, you're a homo. I went on for ten minutes. It was unbelievable.
3: Good time. What was the uh, remember Art Door in Bay City had that like punching boxing match? What was that called? Tough man, right? That was The called tough, tough man. man contest. Do they still do yeah. that?
2: Um. Well. He started that in the seventies or eighties as a contest. Then eventually it got picked up and it was shown every Friday night on Fox, uh the national uh network television. They aired it at eight o'clock. It became like a a television sh- a weekly television show. Where what they year was that? Lights.
3: What year was that? What's that? What year was that, that? That
2: was it was for a few years. It was late nineties, early two thousands.
3: Oh wow. I guess, and Art Gore yeah. would
2: be art door hosted it he was like the host of the fights and he'd come out and he'd announce the fighters and the fights and shit like that and uh that's still around i think but it's changed because there's been some laws like when it first started it was great it was just fucking it was nobody's off the street sign up and yeah. fucking
1: ball you know i and remember and there wasn't friends many friends that did it like you know we'd go and they'd be in the <laughs> yeah. super early things during the day and obviously they wouldn't make it to the end but
2: R- right. Because it was it was like a, a weekend competition where you went right. through, you know, you, if you beat this person, you moved on to the next round of fights and beat that person until there was a champion. And there wasn't too many weight classes
1: back then. Then of course remember, the you state remember Butterbean? Got involved.
3: Butterbean? Butterbean. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Butterbean, yeah. <laughs> he was like 400 pounds. I'm actually looking at his Wikipedia. Page and he would just right
3: knock now. people out with one punch.
1: Remember that? Yeah, he's a big, he's a he's a big boy. In fact, he he once
2: went on a pay per view. Uh, he was on WrestleMania once. They had a, a wrestler box Butterbean. I think it was Bart Gunn in WrestleMania seventeen. Maybe it was a long fucking time ago. One of the matches in the WrestleMania was Butterbean boxing Bart Gunn, who was a wrestler, and fucking Butterbean. If you you can get the clips on YouTube, I'm sure Butterbean <laughs> cold cocked him so hard i thought the guy we all thought
3: the guy was dead we thought mark Dunn <laughs> yeah. was literally dead it's a lot it of says he had 66
1: knockouts and his rec- record was 97 24 5 which i think is 97 wins right 24 losses, yeah, yeah five, five draws prize. or something like that yeah five draws That's pretty yeah. good
3: so Steele, if i recall correctly i remember we went and kessler me you probably williamson went to like i think it's like the bay city fair isn't that where they had it this is a long time ago. I think one you're talking
2: about, yeah, they, a lot of the, the local fair fairgrounds, like during their county festival or whatever, would have an uh, indie wrestling circuit, like a wrestling uh, match, uh, that no, a wrestling event that night. And we probably, the one you're talking, we used to go to the one in Munger a lot, cause they used to have wrestlers over there. In fact, uh, I don't know if Lance might be, I don't know if you ever followed wrestling, but in the 90s. In WCW, I don't know if you remember uh, Scott Steiner, also known as Big Papa Pump or the or Freakzilla. No, <laughs> he was like WCW. Okay, he was like WCW champion for in the late '90s. A, a big gay motherfucker, and his yeah. Well, he, he was a great. He went to University of Michigan, and he's from yep. Bay City. Oh, and and back when we used to go to those Munger things was before he broke into like WCW and W because he was also in WWF for a while. But before he broke into there, he was wrestling the indie circuit. That thing we saw in Munger, I believe he was he was
1: like the main event at that Munger festival.
4: Yeah. Uh, is it the potato Munger. festival? For,
1: for the folks at home, Munger is the town that's smaller than the towns that we are from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and not only breath. smaller, but a lot smaller. Like it's not even. I mean, there's basically or something or five hundred people. Not even that. Maybe it's just. Yeah, less. I don't even know. There's Yeah, it's all farms. Maybe a bar and a church is about all that's in, in the actual town.
3: Don't they crown the Munger Potato Queen?
1: Yeah, at the Munger yes, Potato Festival. Yes, they Fest. do.
3: At the Munger Potato yes, Festival, yeah. But yeah, and yeah. They
1: give away free bags of potatoes. <laughs> and I don't know if you were there the year that
2: we got in line. There was a line of the guys passing the free potatoes. There like 10 people in a line that... They pass the potato down the line, and then everybody who walks in the door gets free potatoes. Well, I don't know if you were at the Munger Potato Festival of the year. I pulled my car up behind the line with the trunk, popped the trunk open, and we all stood, like, spread ourselves out in that line, and every other bag of potatoes we whipped into the trunk and then took off with about 50 bags of potatoes.
3: Yeah. What would you do with them? Uh,
2: yeah. They rotted, most of them. <laughs> <laughs> Ate about four of them, and the rest of them rotted before the end of the summer.
3: Yeah, I kind, of, I kind of miss that tough man contest. And I believe they had a tough woman contest, too, where just chicks yep, off the street absolutely. would just get in there and beat the shit yep. out of each other. And they're not trained fighters. It was like some no, guy well, with a big gut and a mullet and shitty tattoos just beating the fuck out of each other.
2: Yeah, that was the beauty. That, that was the spirit of the tough man when it originally started, was just beer bar brawlers, sign up and start
1: fighting. I
2: think you'd started,
1: see dudes with, like, jeans. Yeah, in jeans and their gut. <laughs> to, like, have on pro- proper gear, other than the gloves, I think, right?
2: Right, yeah, they put gloves on, and then they, they also, they were allowed to kickbox. You could throw feet. Yeah. Oh, I so didn't know that. It was kind of like pre-UFC, pre-MMA. This was, like, before all that. And you could do that. Yeah, you just come out in your street clothes. You might even have your fucking mechanic shirt on from the fucking... Uh, uh, auto repair shop you work at with your name net up in the corner of it and start fighting. That's how it was. That was the boots
1: off, right? I don't think they allowed you to like wear. Yeah, shit.
2: no. If they if they were kicking, they they had you know. I think they put like pat like padded shoes you on their feet
1: or whatever. Love for your foot. right
2: yeah. yeah, but everything else they just wore the regular clothes. But that was the original spirit of it was to just have untrained fighters go up there and beat the fucking shit out of each other. But then <laughs> the state got involved. Then it started becoming kind of more trained, like people that had maybe golden gloves experience and yeah, shit right. like that in boxings.
1: They like it took all the fun a doctor out. Doctor to be there.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then they they and then they also added weight classes, so you know it wasn't just some fucking tough hundred and. Ninety-five pound guy going against a two hundred fifty pound guy, and the hundred ninety-five guy kicks the shit out of the two, you know. They didn't allow that. Then it started. They had to start breaking it down to weight classes. Kind of took the whole allure out of it and kind of ruined the entire you know. The, the of what it was really intended
3: to be. I, I mean, I right. recall like some of the fun of going there to see the fights in the stands because the people watching the fights would get into fights. So because it, it was a lot oh, of he, drunken behavior, yeah. a lot of mullets, a lot of aggression, a lot of testosterone going on there.
2: Yeah, I mean, when you play, when you play, when you're in the parking lot before the Tough Man contest at the Bayfront City Fairgrounds, if, if when you're tailgating for three hours in the fairground parking lot, listening to Sweet Home Alabama and Thunderstruck <laughs> by ACDC, you know, and then by the time you get into the fights and you're all liquored up and you're watching other violence, you start, you know, acting out violence in the stands as well. So yeah, it was it was a recipe for violence and
3: disaster. And there's a lot and of inbred. Fantastic. A lot of inbre- inbreeding amongst the audience. So I think, you know, tempers can flare pretty easily. Um, Got a great
1: time. Great yeah, time yeah, my damn life. good
3: time. So, uh, Wackerly, thanks for being on the show. It's been a while. I think a uh, holiday show was the last time you were on. Are we going to uh,
1: discuss another tough man that we all know and love?
3: We are. And that's what I was going to get get to here. Is uh, Segway. So, my sister mentioned that you recently trained my brother How to ride a motorcycle, and like you're kind of his mentor.
1: Absolutely not.
3: Well, you're kind of his mentor, but very similar. Do you remember uh, the movie Roadhouse?
1: Yes, I do. Yeah. So
3: Patrick Swayze had had a mentor, and I'm trying to think of who it was. Was it? It wasn't Chris Christopherson. Sam Elliott. Sam Sam Elliott was the big tough guy bouncer who trained Patrick Swayze. So it's very. So I kind of feel like you guys had a similar. Relationship like you're Sam Elliott and Jeffrey's Patrick Swayze, right?
1: But Jeffrey's older than me, so
3: oh yeah. I guess there's a different dynamic I'll, I'll deal there.
1: with it. I mean, he is more Swayze-ish, I think.
2: <laughs> well, then maybe Lance is the Eddie Rabbit, and and uh, your brother is the Kenny Loggins.
3: He is, kind of, he is. He isn't. He is very similar to Loggins, right? Um, but so okay, little background here. My brother's. For some reason, the past couple of years, yes. really wanted to learn how to ride a motorcycle. He,
1: he, I, he got it into his head. It got
3: into his head that he needs to be like a village people type of leather man. Like a leather daddy, the motorcycle leather daddy. He wanted to ride his bike with chaps, get the hat, and really get into the feeling of being a motorcycle guy. And so, my sister and I were a bit hesitant. You know, apprehensive at first. Because we're like, you know, dude, you can barely like drive a car without falling asleep. Yeah. You know, it's like he I don't even have a car anymore, right? Uh, thankfully,
1: this was going to he's going to be one of those like nomad, like this is my ride, that's all I ride, is my motorcycle.
3: I think he saw the I think he saw Mad Max. He watched Mad Max again. And I don't remember which movie, Mad Max. I think he watched that and he watched Cool as Ice. If you recall with Vanilla Ice, and he just kind of like got into like I want to start riding a motorcycle. And so he got a, I think it was a, a Sha, like a Honda Shadow. Right. Think, so something like
1: that. It's like, like a that. 600cc Honda Shadow. Which yeah. is a decent sized bike, especially if you're it's your starter bike.
3: Yeah. And he's not like a big dude, you know? I mean, he's like. No, fuck, he's not at all a big dude. <laughs> like 5.7 or something. I, it's got
1: a low seat. You know, it's kind of like that Harley Davidson style, but you know, it's a
3: Japanese version. And, and it's a nice bike. You know I mean? It's a good starter bike. And I think he bought it used, so it didn't didn't, didn't cost that much. So anyway, he got into it. And me and my sister were kind of like, you know, this kind of sucks. He's probably going to kill himself. However, he's got a hobby, and he actually gives a shit about something. So that's kind (laughs) of cool, because it's been a long time since I've seen my brother care about anything.
1: It's writing something else. For yeah, me. writing
3: something else that probably won't give him the disease. <laughs> so I was like, you know, this is kind of cool. <laughs> you know, this, well, this-
1: let me, can I put that a little bit of background there too? So he did talk to me about this a long time ago before he got that. and he, And he said he was going to, you know, they give these classes where it's like, I think it's like two weekends in a row and you go out there for four hours or something. And like, you know, they you ride around in a safe environment and, and they show you what to do. And, you know, it's like kind of intensive. So he was going to take the class. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, if you take the class, that's fine.
3: Yeah. I mean,
1: but it, then he bought the bike and he hadn't taken the class.
3: <laughs> well, I think what happened <laughs> is he signed up for the class. But the class was at like 8 a.m. on a Sunday morning. That's and so Jeff. Jeff, you know, Jeff gets out of work at like 4 he gets home, and then, I don't know, parties. Right yeah, watches gay porn until, like, maybe 7 a.m. So he's getting, like, an hour of sleep, He get to the class, and he couldn't even stay awake. I guess he dropped the bike two times. And the instructor was like, you know what? Here's your money back. Go home. I and mean, that- Jeffrey doesn't
1: look well-rested even when he is well-rested. So I can't imagine he's <laughs> not well-rested. How I mean, he must look like you know a complete ghoul.
3: Well, that's the thing. It's like the guy doesn't have a regular sleeping pattern. Like, you know, he doesn't go to bed at 11 a.m. and get up at 7. Like, Jeffrey goes to bed at, I don't know, 6 a.m. sometimes, 4 a.m. other times. Or sometimes he just sleeps throughout the day. That's why his body, like, I think that's why he developed narcolepsy.
1: Right. He does kind of look like Gollum, like a night (laughs) creature.
3: He's kind of like fish belly white, you know, and sort of gray. He smokes a lot. And so, yeah. Anyway. He, uh, I think he was more into the style of being a biker rather than actually the, the act of riding a bike. But then he got into it, and it was his thing. And so he tried the class a few times, couldn't pass it, couldn't get his license. So then he's like, fuck it, I'm just going to just ride the bike without a license. And so he's been riding that bike up and down to work and all that. And then he, he bit it a couple times. Like, he wiped out. Because uh, on the Muni tracks, you know, it gets wet, and he's taken a few falls. And he fucked his shoulder up. He fucked his arm up. And then finally... I don't
1: think he ever got hit by a car, right? It was no, just, just, like, tipping just, over and getting the wheel caught in the in the train in the tracks.
3: Track. Yeah, he never actually got hit by a car. It was just, he just, you know, uh, the bike fell over, and he just injured himself. So finally, the, the coup de grace, I guess you could say... Um, mm he was riding to go take the class for like the fourth time and he was riding on the highway and he was exiting and I guess he just wiped out bad though and he fucked the bike up and he fucked his shoulder up he couldn't even move his arm for like weeks and so he just decided at that point you know what I'm selling the bike fuck it I'm not meant to be a biker and so he sold the bike and me and my sister were were overjoyed we're like fine you know this is great because now we don't have to deal with this. Because I, what I anticipated happening, so my brother's going to get in a horrible wreck, be a, like a really angry vegetable, and my sister would have <laughs> to take care of him because she lives in the same city. You know, I'd I'd come see him yeah, every now yeah. and then. Which
1: means that her husband, Jer, would have to take care yeah. of him because we all know that's what right. would
3: happen. I mean, I'd I'd come up there every now and then, you know, feed him Cheetos or whatever, but I'm not going to like, you know, hang out all the time, whereas Jer probably would be his care. It'd be like the English patient, but it'd be, he's not English and he's just the angry gay biker patient. Anyway, he, uh, so we got rid of the bike. We were happy. We were relieved about that. And then all of a sudden I hear he got a new bike and you're training him to ride the new bike. What, what gives?
1: I didn't train him. I just, uh, he, he was going to do it. I mean, he, he said, are you available you know, tomorrow? And this is a, uh, Simon family thing so the text on a Friday <laughs> night was hey are you available tomorrow at noon because I'm going to look at this motorcycle and you can help me look at it and then if I buy it you can um, you can help me ride back across the Bay Bridge which you know is like a six lane highway and there's tons of traffic so I, right. I said well I might as well. <laughs> help you not wipe this one out or, you know, alternatively, tell you not to buy it if it's a huge piece of shit.
3: But hold on a second. How are you going to get over the bridge? Are you going to ride... Is he going to ride on the back of the bike or in the (laughs) sidecar?
1: No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to accompany him. Like, you know when you watch, like, the Kentucky Derby? And so wait, oh, it's, it's going
2: to be like Ponch and thoughts. John? It's like you guys are part of the <laughs> California Highway Patrol? A little bit. If
1: you want Shit. a mental image, that's one. But I'm thinking. So like which a, one of is like, Larry Wilcox and which one's Eric Estrada? I'd have to say that Jeffrey is Eric Estrada.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I kind of think it's, honest, it's more dear. like did you ever see the movie Wild Hogs? <laughs>
2: no, I did <laughs> I saw a porno called Wild Hogs once.
3: <laughs> I think it's a combination so it's, it's, it's of the enormous. two. He's talking about <laughs>
1: Uh, is that the one with John Travolta And, like, Martin
3: Lawrence and Chris Rock And Martin Lawrence and, Martin, uh, so Yeah I think it's Martin Lawrence
1: Lance getting his black guys mixed up
2: <laughs> <laughs> He thinks all blacks look the same Was oh, that the one with Chris Rock No it was uh, actually
1: Martin Lawrence Lance.
3: And I think Tim I Allen that, uh, Tim Allen, was Tim Allen too So Maybe Jeff would be Travolta And you'd be like a combination of Tim Allen And Martin Lawrence
1: <laughs> that's yeah the height of martin lawrence
3: <laughs> so so where was where in the east bay did he buy the bike
1: well so yeah so he says tomorrow at noon and i'm like okay and because i've dealt with the simon family many times <laughs> i said text me when you're on your way because i know it's not going to be noon And so then he says, but this was a new one on me with the Simon family. So I said, okay, noon, text me on your way. He's like, okay, well, it'll be around two. (laughs) The the very next text, like 15 minutes later, I was like, well, fuck you. But at that point, I committed. And then, okay, so make a long story short. So the next day comes around and he says, okay, we're going to meet this guy at uh, Fruitvale, the Fruitvale BART station. And now I'm like, weird. What the? Because uh, a lot Bale, of fruits in San Francisco. Well, no, the fruit fruitvale is like what, <laughs> ghetto, gangland. Yeah, territory? It's
3: pretty, like a, a lot of gangs these. I, get, I
1: getting myself into? But Jeffrey, a like sure, gangs, like street gangs, the yeah. motorcycle gang. No, no, it's no, Mexicans, <laughs> like <laughs> MS13.
2: You no, know, wait, wackily. Okay, not, okay, not, the, the, not, not not
1: the gangs like from West Side Story where they're dancing and singing. Similar, <laughs>
3: similar to that, yeah. Upgraded
1: to 2017, where Wait, they'll shoot you.
3: Okay. Waggerly, was that the BART stop where just recently, like a gang of like 80 youths, like climbed yes, out, and got and on there, and robbed everybody on the train? Punched
1: a bunch of dudes in the face. Yeah, it just yeah, took yeah, everyone's iPhones, every cell phones, and like, yeah. there's nothing they could do. There's like, there's like 20 kids. What are you gonna do? They like, ran in, grabbed every shit, and ran out with it. They like, couldn't do anything.
3: 15 and 16 well,
1: year olds. Paul Kersey would have shot them all if he was on that subway. <laughs> <laughs> The Death Wish. Character. Yes. Oh, he's an so architect cool. in that movie, by the way, which always cracks me. Yes, up. he is. Yeah, the whole <laughs> series, all perfect. five <laughs> Death Wishes. He was an, arch- is, he was an architect. He an architect. Killed thugs.
3: Wait, he was an architect? I thought he was a cop.
1: No, he's an architect. No, he
2: was a vigilante. He was, he was an architect by trade. And he was a vigilante by <laughs> night. Yeah,
1: I mean the movie's great to see him like blow, you know, get revenge. But my favorite scenes are when he's in the architecting office and he's like looking at. The- I know. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> looking eh, at just, plans oh, of the museum. <laughs> uh, <laughs> These are your plans for the new
2: radio station.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> so so we're meeting at the Gangland BART station, which I'm like, fuck. But it's kind of one of those weird places where during the day is actually is alright, and there's like, you know, good Mexican restaurants, and then Jeffrey assures me that the guy... He like lives up in the hills where all the rich people live and he's but this is where he commutes on this motorcycle to this Bart station, then he goes into his like fru fru city jobs. So I'm like, Okay, Ooh, we're right. not gonna get robbed. This isn't because that happens on Craigslist all the time, right? Like people put yeah, up yeah. Fake pads yeah. and you get there and they're like, Well, I'll just take your money and actually not sell you anything. Uh, yeah, they'll take your money. Well, sometimes you get out of there and get raped, too. But, yeah, yeah sometimes it's just a robbery, and sometimes you're assing. Ass yeah. yeah, and he also, <coughs> and Jeffrey also, forwarded me the Craigslist ad, and I'm like, all right, this person is, like, literate, and there's <laughs> a picture of the motorcycle, so I'm, now I'm convinced that it's probably real. Uh, so now it's 2.30 that day. <laughs>
3: <And> <laughs> right on time. You're taking up your
1: whole fucking day. Yeah, and he says he's like he's not taking the bar. He's getting a ride. Yeah, well, this is what you. Whenever you agree to do something with the Simon's, yeah, you're basically just commit your whole day, maybe even two days sometimes.
3: Yeah, like, you we're not punctual month. people,
1: <laughs> so I knew what to expect. Anyways, but I get right, there. Jews. So I get there. I I get there on time, <laughs> like <laughs> on the new time, two thirty. And the other guy's there, and the motorcycles there. So now I'm just talking to the guy. <laughs> <For> like <laughs> twenty minutes.
3: What kind of but bike?
1: It's a Honda – well, now it's a – I think it's a Honda. Now it's a Honda Rebel, which is now we're down down from 600 cc's down to 250 cc's, which is – this is a very common entry-level motorcycle. Like all those classes I was telling about, they uh, use these Honda 250s because they're pretty easy to manage.
3: Isn't it a bike that women ride typically? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It is. All
1: right. It's things like it's – I'm trying to remember. It was like seven years old, but the guy had 2,000 miles on it, which is just nothing. And so I'm talking to the guy. He's like, yeah, "Yeah, just ride it from my house up there down like this mile every day there and back. So I've made a 1,000 trips over these, uh, you know, seven or 10 years or whatever. I'm like, all right, well, it seems like it's in good shape. Jeffrey finally shows up. (laughs) uh, But the thing about the gays is because like Jeffrey already has all the gear because that's just gay gear. Yeah, I mean, leather chaps, and he had Rob Helford had that even long before
2: he came out as gay. So yeah, if he if he had it, then all the gays definitely
3: had it. Yeah, that's like a regular Tuesday, uh, you know, ensemble for Jeffrey.
1: Right. Well, and Jeffrey, uh, let me in on a little gay community secret too, because the day before, I didn't really want to go and do this. So I asked him. I said, you know, you work in the Castro and you live in San Francisco and you're a bear like a small bear but a bear. I'm like don't no, aren't there tons of leather fucking gay guys that can do this for you? Like you're just, yeah. you're, you're swimming in it and he said, I'm trying to find the text here. Hang on a second. Yeah, Maybe. that's you like, think
3: uh, there'd be a like an abundance yeah, of like, like gay it for guys.
1: Lance, would you please sign up? <laughs> he said uh he said uh There's He like- said leather bears only look like bikers. They're not actually bikers. They are just fat.
3: Oh, so they're posers, kind of.
1: Well, but Jeffrey now is not. He wants to get authentic. I think that's part of this whole getting the motorcycle thing. He doesn't want. He's going to be on another tier, a a higher tier of leather gay guy, because he can say like, "I really this is an actual functional outfit I have on."
3: Well, that's the thing, Jeffrey. Like in Jeffrey's mind, he's picturing himself as Lorenzo Lamas riding a bike. You're like (laughs) the renegade. Yeah, we're right.
1: right. Uh, it's the guy from Raising Arizona. What was that character's
3: name? Maybe that guy. Who, oh, the that the big famous. bad guy. I think Jeffrey looks more like Danny DeVito, though, on a bike. <laughs> That's
2: <laughs> a good call. So, he's, what he's saying, though, about all the other leather gays is that they're just like the gays in Al Pacino's movie Cruising, where they were just in the gay bar in leather gear, but they were never actually yeah. riding motorcycles. Or in uh, the carry... Academy. <laughs>
1: okay, yeah, Blue the Blue Oyster. Oyster
2: now does jeffrey when he rides a cycle does he carry around a rubber uh like one of those big rubber dildo fists
1: he didn't have one the day i went over there but maybe it's because he had he doesn't know, didn't know if he's gonna buy it or not you know, did like, he have okay. a
3: hanky in his pocket i didn't notice oh, okay <laughs> i would have right.
1: made him tuck it in because i would have been like that's gonna get caught in the wheel and we're all yeah. about safety
3: here it's dangerous <laughs> so okay well, anyways, so what yeah, happened so i rode it
1: around and it seemed great because like i said it only has two thousand miles on it um and you know, like I said, it's very small and light.
3: <laughs> very feminine. And then
1: we, uh, and then Jeffrey, you know, he wheeled and deal with the guy, got out the Jew claw for some. Did marketing. Jeffrey ride it? Yeah.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: so he bought it and he had his helmet. So when and he was, said, but the highway is right there, right? So I'm like, because he didn't. I guess I maybe I misunderstood your question. He did not ride it until he bought it.
3: <laughs> oh no, but I mean when you were test riding it and then yeah. he test rode it, he were didn't you test like ride
1: it.
3: Oh, he didn't test ride it at all? No. Oh, like yeah, is... I
1: told him, I'm like I'm not a motorcycle mechanic. Like I don't really fucking know how this thing works. Right. I but I just rode it around the block and was like, yeah, the brakes work and oh, it, okay. it didn't stall or anything and it's not smoking. So it and it was very clean. Like the guy had like really cleaned it up. So I was like, yeah, it seems great. And it wasn't, I think it was, you know, I, I don't know. It was like 2,000 bucks or maybe even less. So I was like, it seems like a pretty good deal for a motorcycle with 2,000 miles on it.
3: My sister painted this right. picture of like Jeffrey riding the bike and you kind of behind him, holding him by like the his side and like, you know, one hand on the. On <laughs> like,
1: the when I, like when you, somebody teaches their kid how to the, ride a bicycle. How to ride a train. bicycle. Yeah. yeah. But,
3: and I thought you were kind of like holding maybe your hand this like right up, you know, like the tramp stamp area right above his buttocks. Well, and, this
1: bike has like a big uh backrest for oh. you know whatever twink he's gonna eventually pick up. So that would be <laughs> good.
3: So he didn't even write it, didn't even test right. You just took your, your word for it.
1: Yeah, I said, you know, it seems good. Uh I think he sat on it, you know, to make sure he could reach the controls and everything. <laughs> now is the seat pointing up or is it pointing in its regular direction when he sat up? It was in the right direction.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> it's a very inappropriate joke.
3: So, so what happened I mean, but really he th- had jeans on underneath his leather chaps before I even agreed to this. So um, did you write okay. it and he wrote on the back when you went over the over the bridge on the highway?
1: No. So so the highway's right there. And I'm like, you haven't even ridden this thing at all. Do you want to, like, drive through Oakland? And so now we're driving through. And actually, as you get away from the BART station that I said during the day is all right, it does get kind of sketchy. But I'm like, let's go on these like regular like surface streets for a while and like take some corners at low speed. Then we'll get on the highway.
3: So, so you're you're on your bike and right. he's on his bike, and
1: he wanted me to go ahead because I was like, "Do you want to go ahead?" and I can like make sure you know if I'm behind you and you fall down, then I can make sure I stop. But so he's like, "No, I want." You. He wanted me to like pick the directions and all that stuff. So
3: so this so is kind of like wild. I'm,
2: I'm picturing you two riding through the streets of San Francisco and Oakland right now, and I'm picturing that the Chips uh, theme song music is playing in the
1: background. <laughs> in my head, it was. <laughs> da, 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 da.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, go
1: ahead. We should have gotten some of those half helmets. would have been pretty sweet.
3: You know, they just remade the Chips movie not that long ago. I think it's out on DVD now. This would have been... You guys would have been a way better you know, way better cast in those characters.
1: Right, more of an indie. Oh, for sure. I would have yeah. seen it probably if they were in a... Yeah, if it, <laughs> it would have been maybe great. We do, maybe we could do a crossover with... Uh, the, what is it? The Essexville Justice. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, well, there you go. When you guys... When you get Jeffrey trained enough to be able to keep that fucking cycle upright, let us know. It be so he did keep taps. it upright,
1: but he rode it extremely slowly back from Oakland back to San Francisco. I kept looking back, and I'm like in third gear, like just not even <laughs> Turning right. the throttle on my motorcycle. I'm like, like come on, Jeffrey, let's how go. How fast? We were probably going like 40, <laughs> I mean, the minimum speed on the highway is 45, right? So we were probably going 45, but there's, all, there's, even, you know, I don't know. In the Bay Area, Saturday traffic is fucking heavy. I mean, it's not like, oh, it's the weekend, right. so it's not much traffic. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking heavy. And, you know, when you get on and there's all these crazy interchanges, so like, it's sure. not like you're pulling in from the right and you're in the slow lane. We're just going to stay in the slow lane. It's like we had to get on from the left so or in the fast lane. I'm trying to make sure like Jeffrey gets over to the slow lane. But then all these cars are between us because people just don't give a shit. They're like, ah, get out of my fucking right. way. And then I'm right. trying to like make cars pass me. So Jeffrey's back behind me. Uh, <laughs> but we made it there safely. And then we got off in the city and I, and I have no, I, I've never been to Jeffrey's apartment. I've been near Jeff's apartment. I think you've apartment. been by it. Yeah. Somebody's pointed it out to me, but I don't like remember where it is. Did you so go inside? Like, no, fuck. Oh my ever, god, I dude! You, know, you don't
3: there. ever want to go inside his apartment. <laughs> Although He
1: got there, and uh, you know he he went up to like what did he, he he went up to the apartment for something or he said for something, and then he came down with his new uh, friend.
3: <laughs> Wait, did you meet the young he was, boy?
1: Like, nineteen or something. This kid remember. is He's nineteen. Like, Five.
3: Well, Jeffrey met this kid when we were at my sister's uh, birthday party in New Orleans. He met him on Grindr. The kid's like nineteen, and the kid came out to San from yeah from New Orleans to San Francisco and now lives with my brother.
1: Wow, that's a big leap of faith thing, but like. You know, D, like, you can't pull a 19-year-old, but I'll somehow them, Jeffrey though. can. It, and it's, it not like this, it's not like the kid, it was, like, covered in boils and acne. Like, I'm not gay or anything, but, like, I'm like, well, I, if, I guess if I was gay, it would be cool to have a 19-year-old boyfriend that I guess is attractive.
3: I, I, think I don't it's, know how Jeffrey does it. Well, I think it's different in the, gay, in the gay world. Like, no 19-year-old girl wants to sleep with a 40-year-old man like me that has no money. Like, if I had money, it'd be a different story. Well, but you why know, is I'm... it
1: different in the gay world? That's what I saying. Because
3: understand. in the gay world, they have, like, daddy fetishes, and they're just like, yeah, you know, I like to, I like, you know, I'm into men that are, like, 60 years old. Or, like, I'm into really paunchy fat yeah, guys. they look like guys. Richard
1: Gere, but we're talking about fucking Jeffrey.
3: Yeah, but they, <laughs> they're they into weird shit. Like, I worked with a guy, I remember at the Industry Standard, who was, like, I think he was, like, 20. And his uh, we met his, his boyfriend at, like, one of the company anniversary parties. This guy was, like... 280 pounds, like a big fat guy, and he was like 70 years old. And we're like, what the fuck? And I think it's just they have weird fetishes.
2: I think we're giving gays, I think the easiest thing when you're talking about gays and their lovers and the variations in ages and some of the fetishes, I think think that it it basically comes down to the fact that First of all, everybody says, oh, well, yeah, the gay, there's a lot of weird things. in the- Well, the, first, the weirdest thing in the gay community is a guy that wants another guy's dick, first of all, and then it goes and just kind of spirals on down the road from there. <laughs> I'm not judging
1: anybody. <laughs> I Actually, I am. I'm judging this kid. I'm like, what are you doing with Jeffrey? He's disgusting. Go get a better looking gay.
3: I, that's why I asked Jeffrey. I was like, do you ever put him on timeout? I, go, <laughs>
1: I think that's what it is. I think this kid stays at Jeffrey's place for free and plays his video games and eats his food. He's it does
3: drugs. Yeah, yeah I think it, that's what it, it is. the leap
2: of faith this kid. T- I mean, he moved like five states away from a guy he met on fucking Grinder. That's a that's an enormous lifestyle like life change to just all of a sudden pack up and go out to San
5: Francisco.
1: Right. right. I mean, do you think he gave his like his job two weeks notice? Yeah, his job. for classes at <laughs> the college he was going to. I don't think so. I I asked my brother,
3: I asked my brother, I was like, so what does this kid do for a living? And my brother's like, oh, uh, he's a very pick. successful graffiti artist. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Like, I was like, that's not a job. He's like, oh, it's a job for him. You know, he's, he's a graffiti artist. I'm like, it's
1: very difficult for him. It takes a long <laughs> time. He, he's slow. trained,
3: he went to school to become a graffiti artist. That's how he supports himself.
2: So, so on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate the 19 year old boyfriend, like, looks wise? I would say, I mean,
1: compared to other 19-year-olds or just in the vast array of of men that Jeffrey could be with, I would say an eight. I mean, if you're comparing other 19-year-olds, I'd say he was probably like a six.
3: Well, do you remember the last one? He had this other one that was also like early early 20s, but the guy's face was covered in scabs. Yeah, this and, kid
1: didn't have any scabs. Yeah. I guess that's what threw me for a loop. I was like, "Oh, I'll probably be all scabbed up," but he wasn't at all. No, no
3: scabs, you know. And I was like, "Okay, wow, I'm surprised. I don't understand the appeal, but I don't want to. I don't even want to know.
1: Yeah, you don't want to cock block Jeffrey or
3: anything." <laughs> yeah, I don't even. I remember I met him. Uh, he came out to dinner you know, with us last time I was in town, <laughs> and uh, I, it was really funny because I would never met him, and I also wasn't prepared to know how young he was. I and mean, so when he showed up, I was like, "Oh my god." That's <laughs> too so funny. It's so a lot of a lot well, of jokes. At least he's legal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: you have to have an intervention.
3: <laughs> Jeff starting his own Nambla chapter grooming um,
1: grooming like fifteen year olds.
3: So are you guys planning on uh, riding bikes in the future? Going on like day day long bike rides? Are you riding I told buddies? Them,
1: well, he has. We should just reassure everybody that Jeffrey has passed the class. He does. At this point. He a license he now. Did. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I told him we should go for a ride, but you know he didn't follow up.
3: I think you maybe, guys maybe should start he doesn't your own even gang.
1: tend to ride it very much. Like it, <laughs> it's just for the status, I think. Maybe did was...
2: anybody ever try to talk? Everybody's talking about how he, you know, he falls asleep and he he, he wiped out on this fucking thing before he, you know, this last the last bike he had. Anybody ever try to talk him into a trike like those three wheel <laughs> motorcycles that you see like seventy year old men driving?
3: I, I tried to talk him into a moped. I was like, dude, you could get a Vespa that's powder blue still wear your chaps and still look cool and he was like no it's not the same thing
1: well in fact in San Francisco there's a service where you you can just like it's kind of like zip car but it's just little mopeds and you don't even have to have a motorcycle license and I don't know how people just aren't dying every day yeah liability and you just pay like a monthly fee and you just grab it and go somewhere and then leave it at the other place and then you grab another one the next day I think you, you guys. I think you
3: guys should be like form your own little biker gang or something. Call it chaps. Gang of two. Gang of two. Chaps. <laughs> chaps. Because <laughs> it's a double entendre. We're friends, yet we also wear bala's chaps.
1: Oh, like we're good. We're right. a good chap. Yeah,
3: you're a good chap, and Maybe. we wear chaps.
1: I just got to get him to go out. For I think you somewhere. I
2: think you should call it fags. You both like to smoke <laughs> cigarettes. And it's not because you're gay or one of you is gay, but because
4: you both like, enjoy smoking
3: cigarettes. Like smoking cigarettes, yeah. And wearing chaps, but there's nothing to do and with uh, ch- with being gay. Well, anyway, my sister's very upset with you, Wackerly. and what else is new? I'm sure you're going to hear about it, because aren't you having like a 4th of July shindig? I thought
1: you'd be happy because I wasn't like, you know, just leaving him to the wolves.
3: She's, she was hoping you'd be the voice of reason and be like, no, it's not a good idea for you to ride a bike, but instead you're like, no, let's be riding buddies. Come on, hop on.
1: Well, maybe, and... I'm, maybe I'm on Team Jeffrey now.
3: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But if, uh, <laughs> Part of our he...
1: gang is going to be harassing Stephanie then.
3: Well, when he bites it and becomes a vegetable, I think he should move into your house, and you well, can feed no, him Cheetos.
1: Not, I mean, I'm not adopting <laughs> him as a product or anything.
3: We'll see. Anyway, uh, people, people's is episode 590 here of Sick and Wrong. Um, We have uh, Fistful of Steel coming up next, and after that we have some phone calls. But first, here's a word from Adam and Eve. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive a free sex swing. Hang sex swing to your door and hang on tight. And to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out AdamandEve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type diddle. For the offer code upon checkout, that's D-I-D-D-L-E, diddle, at adamandeve.com. That is
2: absolute bull piss. Absolutely. Uh, My sperm was as potent as it got because I knocked up a broad who had a black baby. Uh, Absolutely. Well I'm inciting violence then. Somebody bring me up on charges because that is horse shit. That motherfucker goes into my This is my realm. Um, Absolutely. I'm going back to the old school back in the 50s and the 1940s when they used to use VD for venereal disease. Fuck the STDs, I still have VD. With a of steel. No fucking way. I don't buy it, I don't believe it, and I think it's pure fabric.
3: Steel. All right, Steele, you gave me a couple rants here to get to. Uh, one's about Subway. I'm assuming the sandwiches because I don't think they have actual Subways in Michigan. And uh, one, one's about the, the uh, Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. All right. Uh, have you seen it?
2: Uh, no, I have not. I have seen the Linda, the Linda Carter 1970s TV show.
3: I have seen that, too. Um, I actually she saw was the. A hot I, piece of ass. Dude, the new Wonder Woman, though. She's Israeli.
2: Very nice, hot piece of ass. Very
3: yes. attractive. Very attractive. Yes. Um, although I read I that uh, a lot of lesbians were upset that she was that attractive because Wonder Woman's not supposed to be really attractive, according to lesbians.
2: Well, then how come they weren't bitching about Linda Carter? Because for the 1970s, Linda, you look back at that, she was a pretty hot piece of ass, too.
3: Yeah, she was right. Yeah, I don't she know. Was, uh,
2: yeah, I don't know where they're getting this. She's not supposed to be high. it. Like, everybody's got to be like.
3: I think what they well, I think what they were saying is that rather than having just like this attractive model be Wonder Woman, why not get like a big muscular like wrestler chick or something who could still be attractive, but she's very muscular and like an Amazon that's like six foot four, like a like a Lucy Lawless type, rather than. Okay. I think, listener, uh, Dal I think she's like you know five foot ten, and she's beautiful. Yeah, she's
2: petite. I mean, she's got a like a fitness model body. It's yeah. it's not bodybuilder, and it's no Rosie O'Donnell. And they probably want fucking Rosie O'Donnell to play because remember when they made remember when they made the early, the first Flintstones live action movie that oh, put Rosie yeah. O'Donnell as Betty as Rubble, Betty. like Betty Rubble for a cartoon in the '60s was a hot, was hot. piece of ass, hot, and so yeah. was Wilma. But yeah. Wilma they got, her. I don't even remember who played her, but she was okay. She wasn't great looking, but she was attractive enough and thin. But they got Rosie fucking O'Donnell to play Betty fucking Rubble. It was a fucking disgrace to humanity. Travesty. And that's probably what they wanted in this particular case with Wonder Woman. Those fucking bulldogs need to shut their trap, sit down, watch the movie, and finger bang themselves to Gal Godot.
3: Did you, did you ever see the uh, porno version of the Flintstones movie? I think it's called the Flint Bones
2: uh, I saw the box cover, I remember, in the back room of the porn store, like in the, the saloon doors, but I don't think I ever actually watched the movie.
3: For for a while, this is, well, this is like maybe a few months ago, but I remember I was on, uh, I think it was U-Porn, or maybe okay. maybe Porn, uh, maybe Red 2, one of them, but they had like, I don't know if someone just recently uploaded a bunch of clips, but they had a bunch of uh, videos from like the Flint Bones movie. And they had uh, the Scooby-Doo porn. And I was kind of yep, into it. They did
2: it. a bunch of cartoon porns. Yeah, I was yeah.
3: into it. And, and uh, yeah, they, they definitely did not have Rosie O'Donnell in the porn version, <laughs> thankfully. Um, yeah, well,
2: that, that, they did that with a, a lot of those... TV shows that we grew up with are the ones that were even be, kind of before our generation—but we saw all the reruns of, like the Brady Bunch and the Jetsons and the, the fucking Leave It to Beaver and the Bewitched and Genie and stuff like that. A lot <sighs> of those Leave It to Genie, a lot of those movies in the last, I want to say, decade. I know when we were at the AVNs in two thousand, they've all there's like a whole line of movies from those old TV shows made into porn, and they're all called like. The Brady Bunch not not the Brady Bunch Triple X, or whatever like that, and it's all about the Brady Bunch, but it's all porn stars, and they're all fucking each other and shit. They've done that with pretty much you name the show from Gilligan's Island to you know Hogan's Heroes, whatever all those shows have been made into fucking hey, porn.
3: porn versions Every do, you, one of them. do you think yeah. there's a gay porn version of the a team called the gay team
2: i would why wouldn't there be <laughs> i mean like if 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 I was in charge of gay porn. I, that would be like one of the first gay porns I would make if I was making TV parody gay porn. So you'd have, you? like a, you'd like have like a you'd have like a
3: black dude? guy, like a like yeah. a hot guy, a crazy dude, and they just cruise yeah. around into different towns and just fuck a bunch of dudes.
2: I'd have this is, this would be my cast in the gay porn team, the gay team. It would be although these guys, I don't think any of these guys did gay porn, but I'd pay them enough where they'd say, okay, I'll do some gay porn. I'd have Lexington <laughs> Steel as as Ba Baracus. <laughs> uh I would have Randy West as George Papard's character uh colonel uh who's who's the lead to uh, Hannibal
3: Hannibal yeah
2: yeah uh, and then I would have uh like a Jeff Stryker maybe play face
3: face that'd be good as, yeah. Yeah, who's Murdoch
2: oh well, that's a good that would be the that would be the outlier cuz I'm not sure maybe Mike Horner although he might what be What about Silvera? Old.
3: What about Joey Silvera? Oh,
2: Silvera would make a great because he's a little wacky because he used to wear his tennis shoes and socks, his high yeah. top tennis shoes when he punked. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a great choice. That would be my gay porn, co- my
3: cast for the gay team. <laughs> the gay team. I bet you there yeah. is. I mean, you know, I'm probably not going to search it on Google because I probably don't want to see it, but I'm willing to, <laughs> I'm willing to believe that uh, there probably is a gay porn called the gay team.
2: There's gotta be, I would be flabbergasted if there wasn't, but <laughs> if there isn't, uh, you know, I may have enough contacts left in the porn industry, maybe we can get this thing thing off the fucking ground finally. <laughs> get this thing in the works.
3: All right, so let's get to the first rant here about uh, Wonder Woman. Oh, shit. The news has just reported
2: that that super hot chick, you know that Jew who just starred in the new Wonder Woman movie? Well, apparently she was pregnant during the filming of that entire movie. Oh, isn't this just lovely? And very millennial, might I add. Oh, what's she going to ask for maternity leave the next time she has to go rescue the planet? This is bullshit. Learning that Wonder Woman was pregnant? Well, it reminds me of the time that I learned that Mike Brady had AIDS. It just throws a wrench in the entire system, and quite frankly... I don't care for it. What this really means, though, is now during the sequel, Wonder Woman is going to be running around while she's covered in C-section scars, or else her pussy is going to be blowing wide open like it's the Alfred P. Murrah Federal Building. Come on, Wonder Woman. Either have your guy pull out and come on your tits or let him fuck you in the ass. I mean, I don't recall Batgirl or Xena the Warrior Princess ever letting some random guy cream pie their twats with a hot beef injection. Look, I expect to encounter a pregnant stripper or two, or to even get stuck with a pregnant Hooters waitress from time to time, but we can't have our superhero broads knocked up when the entire fate of the universe is at stake. You're a fuck Superhero, for piss sakes, you can deflect bullets with your bracelets and bend fucking steel. So, how hard can it be to remember to put your diaphragm in your pussy or to have a morning after pill sitting in the nightstand next to the bed? Jesus, I'm not sure I can trust someone with a bun in the oven to be in charge of protecting the entire world. Do you want to be a superhero or just some other knocked up bar skank? Look, if we wanted Wonder Woman to be pregnant, we would have given the part to the Octomom ten years ago.
3: <laughs> Did the Octomom do a porn? Uh,
2: I, I, I know she was offered porn because when she, when she was in the news spitting out fucking eight babies, she she was offered porn. I don't know if she ever actually took the offer. They offered her, I think, a million dollars to do yeah, porn. yeah something.
3: I don't you know, I don't know if she, yeah. I think I think she turned it down initially, but then a few months okay. later when she was uh, hard up and already you know everyone's forgotten about her, then she tried right. to be like I'm gonna do a porn and just no one gave a shit.
2: Yeah, because I know I know John Wayne Bobbitt got a porn after he got his dick cut off by his girlfriend, and they also gave some Uncut. porn to Amy Fisher who shot yeah, and He's then Amy dead. Fisher got a porn. It was the one that shot Joey Buttafuoco's wife in fucking Brooklyn back in like 1990. She was like a pop star and like a you know pop culture sensation. She got porn. So yeah, I, I know pretty much. There was a group that always offers all these kind of pop culture icons that kind of come out of the woodwork for some doing some fucked up deed. They all get some sort of some porn offer, and of some of them take it and some don't. Yeah,
3: you know, I might be I might be mistaken about this, but I believe that Amy Fisher currently mm-hmm. does porn. Like you can do a uh, uh, what is that called when you go and you you what the fuck I'm blanking on it when you do a video chat with them. What's that called? Oh. um... Can, on, the online, she's like an online girl. that's like Cam, she's a cam ho. She's cam a cam girl. Okay. Yeah, she's a cam girl. So you can actually go to Amy Fisher's cam and like log in, and you can like you know get her to get naked for you. I believe right. I believe that's okay. going on right now because I read a, I read an interview. I actually feel that Casey Anthony should do something similar.
2: I she I think she's been. I'm not 100 percent sure. Don't quote me on this because I throw a lot of bullshit out there that I don't research. <laughs> But she may have, I think she was already offered porn, and I don't think she took it. But I I could be totally wrong. Maybe she's a little bit beyond the pale for even the porn industry to offer that. I know I've offered coitus with her, but she hasn't responded.
3: Oh, she's so hot. If I were her, I would do my own campsite, and then just like, you know, out of her bedroom, just have a video camera, and she would just get naked or do whatever. Um, Right, kill babies, and then uh, people can just pay her directly, like PayPal. I bet you she would make a lot of money. She's hot.
2: Yeah, I mean, attractive, and she's like I saw recent photos leaked to her recently because she's kind of been in hiding since I think when she first got out of prison, she was living up in Ohio somewhere.
3: I don't even think she ever went to prison, uh, did she?
2: Or no, she—that's right, she got acquitted, but when she she was still in jail because they kept her in jail for some other charge, like obstructing justice or something like that. Mm, and when she yeah. got it, and she was in jail during that whole trial. They kept her.
3: In okay, jail. Okay, and, she, then...
2: yeah. and so when she got, when she got when she out acquitted, but then she got out of the actual like of the she went to live she went to when in Ohio. of when they when of were pictures when of her leaked when she a got of a lot of a starchy jail of that they jail weight that they gain because everything they eat is just nothing but starch, basically. So she was all puffy and of But I saw of pictures of a- Casey Anthony. I think she's back down in Florida now, and she trimmed down and, looked fit, and she looks fit.
3: Would you be weirded out if you met her and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm Casey Anthony. I killed my baby. Or would you be, like, aroused? I'd
2: say, well, I'd just say, well, you know, I'm childless. Um, I'd say I'm not planning on starting a family, so that's fine by me.
3: I think you've
2: got to realize, if if you don't want a family, who better to date than Casey Anthony? Well, that's what I'm saying. I would
3: breathe a sigh of relief because I'd never have to worry about the abortion issue. It's like, you know, yeah. she, she takes care
2: of it yeah. either before or after birth. <laughs> exactly. She takes care of it somehow, one way, shape, or form.
3: I am not yeah. worried with her carrying the child to term. So I'm happy about right. that. Um, right. Anyway, I can see what you're saying about the Wonder Woman thing. Yeah, well, yeah, I had no idea she was pregnant. But, you know, she has a couple of other kids. And she still looks that I did good. Not know that. Yeah, she has two kids. Okay. So that means this is wow. her third, and she looks that good. So I'm assuming her recovery will probably be... Uh, We'll probably be fine. I'm sure she'll be in the next movie. The, the only criticism I have for that movie is... Uh, mm-hmm. So they're on this whole island, this lesbian island. Lesbo island. Um, so they're on lesbian island. There's tons of chicks everywhere. Not even one mm-hmm. like you know, pool scene of the chicks bathing or anything. Not even one. But then fucking Chris Pine gets to the island. And uh, next thing you know, he's like bathing in the rocks. And you get to see his ass or something. Or his chest. It's just like, okay, we're on a whole fucking lesbian island of hot chicks. And not even one scene where they're bathing? I don't know. That's
2: ridiculous. So you don't I haven't seen the movie. What's it rated? Is it rated R? That's like like PG-13.
3: But you can show butt on TV now.
2: Yeah, and you can show side tit, I think, in PG-13. You can show stuff. You just can't show moth, I think. Yeah, like you can even have a quick clip of the frontal tit, like nipples and everything. But I'm just yeah, saying, shame.
3: I, I'm saying they went out of their way though to showcase Chris Pine and show his butt or show his like show his ass and show his like physique, but they like purposely did not have any scenes of like Wonder Woman changing. You know, that's very gay.
2: I don't like that. And you know, you know, it reminds me
3: of. Do you ever see the James Bond movie Octopussy? I did see that. Good movie.
2: Okay. it was one of the Roger Moore, it was fact one of the last Roger Moore Bond movies. But anyway, he, in that one, Octopussy is like the, she's like villainous, but then she she turns, she becomes like one of Bond's allies before the end of the movie. Anyway, she operated a crime, like a jewelry heist smuggling ring off of octopus was like an island that she lived at with all these super hot fucking chicks. And even in that movie, they, sh- they at least I think showed Maude Adams, who was the girl who started as Octopussy. She was probably 40 at the time, but they, even in that they showed, they at least showed her ass and I think some side pit in the all woman, hot chick Island. So yeah. that was made 30 years ago. They should certainly be doing it in the year 2017.
3: Well, it just didn't seem very believable to me because it's like you got a land of women, like a whole island, lesbian island. They're all scissoring each other and not even one scene of them like sleeping together or showering together or like sponge bathing hair topless. Yeah, nothing. I mean, no strap on
2: unrealistic. I
3: mean, you know, that's the thing. Like in the movie, The Gay Team, when they get to a city that's just full of a bunch of like dudes, there's probably going to be a lot of nudity.
2: Oh, there's going to be a ton of dick. Uh, it's going to be a dick fest. <laughs> it's going to be nothing but seas upon seas of dicks. dicks yeah. Ever, you can't look without seeing a dick. That's well, how much dick's going to be in the gay team.
3: That's what I was thinking with Wonder Woman. It's like you're on a lesbian island. There should be a lot of vaginas. You know? But hey. Yeah,
2: that's, that's, that's a shame. Well, see, they obviously got the wrong director in charge.
3: That's what I'm saying. Maybe, they, maybe that's where you should go next. Is try to direct uh, Wonder Woman 2.
2: Wonder Woman 2 <laughs>
3: Welcome to Muff Island <laughs> Welcome to Muff Island That'd be good
2: Because if I do shoot Wonder Woman 2 and I show nudity I'm going full frontals It's not just going to be Tits and nips I'm going muff But it's going to be muff It's not going to be The shave shit That you see on stripper stages It's going I'm going to ask Every girl F-70s in that movie to grow their pussy here. Yeah you grow, they start growing That shit three months Before
3: shooting Well that's another Criticism I had Of the Wonder Woman movie So they're on Lesbian Island but yet they're mm-hmm. all like completely shaved. Like they're wearing like, you know, like these little like thong type of warrior outfits. Yeah. But you don't see any pubic hair. No bush. That's that's well, not very realistic.
2: And none of them. Did you see a string hanging out? Of, like none of them were on their period or the rag. Although, if, isn't it true like sorority? house? I imagine that lesbian islands a little bit like a sorority house. They say like if you live in a sorority house, all the women get on the same cycle. So you're menstruating at the same time for some reason biologically your your cycles start to line up align with one another so you all have periods at the same time almost. Well, I'm not so sure. Maybe...
3: I'm not sure they used tampons in the uh, whatever in like the Greek days of of wherever this island like Zeus created this island that they live on. So I don't know if they oh, had or... tampons. Like I think they probably oh. used some kind of like leaves or something. So they probably had like, like p- a... leaf pads.
2: Or like a corn cob pipe or something, like an old.
3: <laughs> yeah, they probably shoved corn cob pipes up there. <laughs> to, to, catch, to catch the blood flow. I think that's how it was. You had
2: to fill me in. See, I haven't seen the movie, and I'm not that like much into superhero stuff. Other than you know, I know some of the basic shit from when I was a kid. But, so this wasn't in modern day originally, this lesbian island. It's, like, way, way far away. Like
3: well, the, so whatever the les, lesbian island, I forget what it's called, but Lesbo Island is in, the, like, the middle of the ocean. It's hidden. Zeus created it, and it's been there for centuries, since, like, the, you know, okay. the Greek gods' days. But the movie's set in World War I. So Chris oh, Pine yes. is, like, he accidentally stumbles upon Lesbian Island. Okay. While he's being pursued okay. by Germans, so that's that's how it right. all comes. And then she like realizes there's a world beyond Lesbian Island, which to me, okay. I wish the whole movie took place on Lesbian Island. You removed all the men, and they removed their tops, and then there are a couple <laughs> scenes. And I think it would have just been a better movie. Maybe some wrestling because they did fight each other. And I right. think that Monday, yeah, you
2: control maybe why not throw them in a. A pail of Jello and have a little Jello wrestling competition. That's what I get at my local VU. I can't yeah. get that at Lesbian Island.
3: You know, Steele, I think uh, Wonder Woman two, the sequel. I think maybe you should write that into the script.
2: Uh, throw, throw a little Jello in. <laughs> <You> <laughs> I think so. Or do you yeah. like lime?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's do both. You know, maybe have the have some teams go from lime <laughs> into Jello, and maybe put some butterscotch <laughs> pudding in there. That oh, would be I nice. love pudding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we have one more rant to get to. Um, This one's about Subway.
2: Sure, there are a lot of things that grind my balls, but do you know what I hate probably more than anything in the entire world? It's when Subway switches sandwich artists on me in mid-sandwich prep. I don't know where this other sandwich artist came from. Did he come from the storage room or did he come from the shitter? Did he even bother to fake wash his hands under cold water like my original sandwich artist did? Or did he just reach right for the plastic gloves without going anywhere near a sink? Please, Subway, I beg of you, don't pull the sandwich artist bait-and-switch on me. I want the same fucking sandwich artist that I started with to be with me from beginning to end, from the cutting of the bread to the application of the condiments. I don't want you sending in a reliever for the bullpen in the bottom of the eighth inning when my sandwich artist is still pitching a no-hitter. I don't know if this new relief sandwich artist just got done dropping a deuce or got done punching his clown. Look, assholes. I like to maintain a good visual on my sandwich artist from the minute I walk in the fucking door, so don't go throwing any surprises along the way. I mean, back when you had Jared working for you, sure, he may have fucked a few kids once in a while and downloaded a little kitty porn, but at least I used to only get assigned one sandwich artist per visit when he was around. Listen, if bringing back Jared is what it's going to take to improve my sandwich artist experience, then I say forgive him and bring that motherfucker back tomorrow. Just remember to, you know, keep him away from kids in
3: the computer. Sound good? Awesome. Great talk. See you next time, Subway. You know, Jared loved giving kids the footlong. Yes, he did. He did. He definitely liked that. And he, he could make a good footlong, too. Um, you know, the last time I went to a Subway, and I kind of still think about this experience, and I sort of get upset with myself. Like I, I okay. feel like it was my fault for not saying anything, but I was getting my sandwich made and I only get the veggie sandwich cause I don't trust the meat yep. and I definitely don't trust the tuna fish. I would never eat Subway tuna fish. So I was getting a veggie sandwich made and yeah, like mid, I think I had one artist that was doing it, but mid sandwich, he was like putting the lettuce, asked me what else I wanted. And then he stopped yep. and he put his hand under his apron and scratched his crotch area And then brought his hand back out and made the rest of my sandwich.
2: Did he keep his gloves on the whole time he did it? Yeah. So he had the same gloves he scratched his balls with, now handling your sandwich.
3: Well, he did put his hand inside his pants. It was just kind of like on the side of the apron, he just sort of scratched real quick and then went back to make it. But I saw it. And I was like, I was going to say something, but then I'm like, this is awkward. How do I say something about this? Right. And then I just kind of was like, all right, well, you know, it's it probably didn't, you you know, he probably didn't get any crabs on his fingers because he wasn't in it. And I was trying to rationalize it. Like I was trying to rationalize that he didn't actually touch his balls or his pubic hair, his penis. He just kind of touched the outside of his pants. But then I was thinking, now, who knows how many days he's been wearing those pants. You know, weeks. And so then I just kind of put it all out of my mind and I ate like half the sandwich where I thought his hand didn't touch, you know, okay. but but then you know because he it was sort of like half the sandwich was already made and they put like and right. I I peeled off like some of the green peppers that could have possibly been contaminated, but yeah I probably <laughs> I basically just blew the guy, you know if you think about right. it, yeah so
2: yeah well they they say like anytime, you know you eat something from a Subway sandwich artist that touches his crotch you're now eating something that that sandwich artist slept. Everybody that sandwich artist is with. Ever slept yeah, with.
3: exactly. Like every. Isn't,
2: isn't that how the saying goes? Something every like
3: hobo that. that gave him like a back alley blowjob, I basically just right. tasted that eating that sandwich. Yeah, I
2: mean that's basically what you just did. But yeah, I'm like a fucking hawk when I go on that subway. My <laughs> eyes, my goo- and I got googly eyes. My eyes are enormous, <laughs> and it's hard. And my peripheral is unbelievable because they're so big. So I'm like a frog. And I mean, I I am like a fucking eagle in that fucking bite. I am watching every move. And I say, I see when I walk in the door, I start looking and spotting the sandwich artists and where they are located in the store behind the counter. Who's one work, which one's working the register or any of them coming from the shitter area. I, and if I see what, like anytime I see one, like say something, a lot of the, the subways I go to usually have like two sandwich artists on duty at one time. And, So I'll go in there and if I only see one behind the counter and then all of a sudden I look and I see one coming from the the hallway where the shitter is... I bet I don't even go to I don't even start make my order I go right out the fucking door because I know who I'm getting stuck with I'm getting stuck with the guy walking from just taking a dump and I'm not I don't care how many times he washes his hands or fake washes his hands under that cold water for two seconds and throws slaps on a pair of fucking uh, plastic gloves I'm not eating a fecal sandwich so I'm gone
3: I'm surprised gone. you actually eat at public like restaurants in public I figured you'd have like your survivalist buckets of food at home <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, 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 once in a while, I do have to work, so I do. The only times I do leave the house are to work, and when I'm working, I will like swing by. And first of all, I'm not even a big fan of subway. It's just usually convenient because there's a million of them around. It's like every corner has a subway. There's probably more subways than almost McDonald's are nowadays. Yeah. It seems like it's a lot. Of so them. sometimes I'll just swing in because it's easy. You know, it's where I'm. I'm there, and I can okay. I'll go in there. I can be in and out of there in three minutes. Grab a sandwich and go. But I'm that's the downfall of being able to see the people who make your food. I almost prefer not seeing them. And that way they could rub the fucking sandwich on their fucking, but you don't know. Or, Yeah. They could jerk yeah. off on it. They could wipe their ass with it, but I don't know. Like, I don't know about it. So I don't like, I, I don't like think about it. I don't care. I guess at that point, if that's what they did, if it tastes good, it's fine. Like, it's but blissful when I can ignorance. See them, yeah. What's that? It's yeah. like blissful but ignorance. when I can see them, it's like, uh, like I, I'm very meticulous and in, in like not to, this is probably the wrong, but I don't want to use the word, but I'm going to have to. I'm very anal about <laughs> where these sandwich artists are at all given times and what they're doing.
3: So, like, okay. Uh, you know, I, I just want to like get a mental image here. So if the guy, yeah. so you see the guy starting making your sandwich and then another yeah. guy comes from the back room And he finishes the sandwich off, and you heard a toilet flush or something. He's and he touches the sandwich and he starts working on it. Will Mm. you say like, no way, and then storm out of the place, or do you not say anything? Do you? What? How do you? What do you do?
2: This and I have done this. This is not just hyperbole to be funny on the show. I, in those particular instances, cause I'm a gentleman. I'm not a real, I'm not a crude, loud, obnoxious, you know, I, I, I don't think I've ever yelled at a fast food employee in my entire life. I'm just not that way. I I, I know their life's a complete shithole. I'm not going to pile on them. But when I see that, like I've had that instance happen where like, Oh, this guy just came from the shitter. Now he's fucking taking over my sandwich. What I do is I always carry my cell phone into the store in my back pocket, even though I'm only going to be in there for two minutes. If I see that happen, I fake Pretend like I just got an emergency text. No, and then I what I do is I look up at the guy. I go, "Oh fuck!" I said, "I just got an emergency. I gotta go." Sorry, and I walk out the door and don't pay for my sandwich, but I don't take, I don't get the sandwich either. So I'm not like ripping them off and stealing the sandwich. I'm just leaving them holding the bag with this half made sandwich, and now nobody to to give it to. So they're gonna have to either eat it themselves or sell it to some other person. So I that's that's my go to. I've not only done that in. I've not only done that in Subway when I'm not when I'm not real keen on my sandwich artist. I've also done it when I've gone in McDonald's and they didn't have a tard on duty sign as I mm. walk in. If I walk into a McDonald's because you know McDonald's you used just, to, and uh, I don't know yeah. if they still do. They love to hire the retarded kid, the the guy with Down syndrome, and then have him walk around like pretend like he's an employee and shit. <laughs> And I can't eat, and I'm not proud of this. I know a lot of people think, oh, you're making fun of retards. I'm really not, because I'm not proud of the fact that I can't eat around retards. I can't just help lose the your fact. Appetite, I can't right? eat around them. Yeah, I can't help it. It's not like, oh, I, I'm trying to be a dick. I can't eat around a retard. But I can't eat around them. Is it, so is I've it also just re- pulled that stunt.
3: Is it, sorry to cut you off, but is it, is it just, just retarded people or disabled people, too?
2: Well, disabled, like, if you're missing off, if you've got an exposed, like, knob, like, if you got, like, sausage art, like... If you, if you have a nub cover, like I don't care if you have a nub, just like if you have a nub leg, like it's cut down at the fucking knee, then I don't want to see your leg. You, what you do in that case is you wear a long pair of pants and you staple the pants over it. You don't wear a pair of shorts. You know what I mean? And same with a, a, an arm. If you're missing an arm, Wear a long sleeve shirt and staple the rest of it up to the shoulder. Don't keep don't don't let that arm like be exposed to the public. It's disgusting. <laughs> so but the difference is is like at McDonald's they don't hire the other disabled. Like they won't hire nubs to walk around. They, but they like to hire the retard. So yeah. I've also pulled the fake emergency phone text or phone call at the McDonald's when I saw like a retard behind the counter.
3: Do you ever go to a Taco Bell?
2: Uh yeah, I go through the drive thru. Sometimes not a lot anymore, but I, yeah, I used to go to Taco Bell five times a week.
3: I used to always maintain that, uh, the Taco Bells that have a retarded employee are a better Uh Taco Bell than a regular, like a, than like a city Taco Bell. Like if you go to Taco Bell in LA, it's just like, Uh you know, maybe 17 year old Mexican kids or, or, you know, like inner city youth that are working there that don't give a shit. About your food. Right. Whereas, like, you go to like, a, like a small town Taco Bell and they got a guy uh-huh. with Down syndrome making. Bur- that's the. He takes pride in what he does. He's gonna make a fucking good burrito. Because that's the uh-huh. only thing he knows how to do. You know, whereas, right. like, these kids are, like, fucking texting and they're on Facebook. They can give a shit about your burrito, they're not gonna make fresh beans. Whereas, this retarded guy, they trained him to do one thing. And he does it well because he takes pride in it. That,
2: that makes perfect sense, and I, I, I can I can agree with you on that because yeah, that's that's like his thing. Like and yeah. and it's like a retard. You give his them limited vocation. knowledge, but they they they're like an autist uh, an autistic. Kid. They then they hone their their attention on that that one thing, and they can do it well. Mm-hmm. I don't doubt that they can make a good burger or a good burrito. But you're right, and 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 even if a per someone's not retarded, like a, a teenager doesn't give a shit, they're on their cell and cell phones and smartphones are the filthiest things on the planet, yeah, and they're touching those yeah. fucking every two seconds checking their fucking Facebook, and then they're touching your food. So I I, I see what you're saying. That that's they they don't give a rat's ass.
3: How many but retarded also, people have iPhones? I mean, exactly. They re- don't. They, if they have a cell phone, people. it's
2: a jitterbug. It's got the big <laughs> the big buttons on it. <laughs> Just, you know, I understand your logic, so it's not really the, sanit- it, it, with, with the down people, it's not a sanitation issue with me that much, because I'm sure, like you said, the 17-year-old punks are probably much more unsanitary than the down syndrome kid. It's the, like, I can't physically eat around a retarded person. Like, it's a it's an uncontrollable, unconscious mechanism within me that I just can't do it. I can't eat around but you're right. I mean, technically, they're probably cleanlier much more cleanly than the... I think they just, the just take teenagers. more
3: pride. Yeah, more pride in their job. Well,
2: yeah, I, I, I agree with you there. I agree with you.
3: Well, hopefully still in the future, uh, you get only one sandwich artist from start to finish. That'd be good.
2: Well, that's, that's in an ideal world. I mean, that's in a perfect world.
3: <laughs> I'm so amazed you actually eat it in public. Anyway, uh, Steele, <laughs> thanks for doing another uh, another segment of Fistful of Steel. Until next time.
2: Hey, kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to adamandeve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item, three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to
3: do to you. So we got a few phone calls to get to. Uh, 323-522-4032 is that number. Um, do you know, hear about that Wackerly that made us change the number?
1: I was going to say, are you just giving out your home number to the podcast audience?
3: I had to get a Google voice number because remember that old number we had that was through some just random obscure website that just gave you free voicemail? Yep. I don't understand the business model, but apparently they went under after... (laughs) Eleven <laughs> was a big years, scheme yeah. After eleven years, um, they went. Yeah, you know, we got
2: our numbers on that same fucking thing. Everybody did. They were like two hundred six numbers. Two hundred six, yeah. Like it was Seattle
3: numbers, and uh, it was great. Yeah. They would you know email you an MP three, and you'd have all your your voicemails. So now I had to go through uh, Google Voice, but it actually looks more legit because like you know I'm, I live in LA. It's a three two three number. There you go. So uh, yeah, that's the new number. Um, anyway, we got a few phone calls to get to. Uh, I think uh, my two cents one. Um, uh, one about South Korea and another is that gay, which we haven't done the show in a while. So let, let's kick it off with the, is that gay?
5: Hey, second round. Just Trav from Alaska. So I have an, is that great question or maybe can it be gay? So I just finished the is foundation series.
3: <laughs> I think, yeah, I think he's hoping about hoping that this could be considered gay.
5: By Isaac Asimov. And there's this planet Solaria where it That's actually RDA. made an appearance it's in the RDA. robot novel <laughs> where there was one person for every 20,000 robots and they didn't actually come in each other's presence, each other's human presence anyway.
3: Wait, they didn't come in each other's <laughs> presence? I've, I've read the Foundation trilogy a long time ago. Did, did you ever read that, Wackerly? No. So, but, I mean, are you familiar with, have you heard Solaria being mentioned? No. Oh, okay. I mean, I
1: know of the book, but is this a science fiction fucking question? I thought this was, is that gay question?
3: Well, he it's science fiction oh, the science fiction
1: thats pretty queer. <laughs> that's what I'm, I'm
3: assuming Seal's quite familiar with the Foundation trilogy and <laughs> the other works of Isaac Asimov, right?
2: I've never heard of either the, I'm assuming the last, the, the name you threw in there, I'm assuming is the author, I've never heard of him, and I don't even know the, the title of this, what do you say, For, Foundation? Fa- foundation
3: Trilogy, yeah.
2: yeah. No, the only trilogy I know is the Star Wars trilogy, and I just know of it, I haven't
5: seen it. So anyway, 20,000 years into the future, the people have become hermaphrodites. So to reproduce, they don't actually have to come in contact with another human being. So apparently they have a vagina and testicles so that they can reproduce. But my question is, can a hermaphrodite be gay? So I figured you guys are experts on what is and is not gay. So let me know.
1: I would say no. I mean, a true hermaphrodite.
3: Well, I mean, a hermaphrodite could still be gay because couldn't they use their dick to go fuck another or you know, suck another guy's dick? Or are you saying it's like you can't be <laughs> you gay you if suck you're suck a dick
1: with a dick. I think you're unclear well, no, on the colour. You need we talk to Jeffrey about the, but the two hermaphrodites <laughs> have dicks. <laughs> yeah, but they also have vaginas. So how do you even you can't say it's a guy or a girl.
3: Well they could be a lesbian. Yeah,
1: first of all we need to establish the hermaphrodite has both sex organs, correct? In in its
2: most
4: we're not a, talking about trans. Form.
1: Yeah, we're not talking about a right. trans thing. We're talking about an actual somebody person with a born, with both yeah, yeah vagina and cock and balls. Well, let's
3: get the term right. I think it's called herpetite, not hermaphrodite.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: maybe <laughs> want me to get Warsaw on the phone? Maybe you can help us out with this. Uh, I think so. Well. <laughs>
3: But okay, if, correct me if I'm wrong, Steele, because you've seen Doug Warsaw's nether regions. But isn't like, don't they usually have like a dominant organ, like a bigger vagina and a smaller penis, or a larger penis and a tiny little vagina?
2: In this particular scenario, I didn't know what was what was the dominant <laughs> one. Okay, <laughs> but you know, I, I I've only. And, and this is just pure speculation that I ever, that's even officially one that I encountered and witnessed and saw myself. So I'm not. I like you. I, from what I understand, hermaphroditism, or if that's a word, whatever hermaphrodite, herpetism, are very rare <laughs> upon birth. There's very few instances of these actually happening and naturally occurring in you know in all the births in the world. It's a, it's so awesome. I, I think that you I think you have to see. More than one. But yeah, I'd imagine maybe in some cases one's more dominant than the other, but I imagine there's some cases where they're kind of equal footing. I think you hear some of these parents say, well, we it was kind of a 50-50 crapshoot. We just decided to raise the child as a female, even though it was more male and vice versa. So I don't know. I, I assume maybe sometimes that holds true, but I imagine there's some hermaphrodites where it's 50-50.
3: Well, I, I figured if like, you're a hermaphrodite and your dominant organ is a penis, so you have a big penis, small vagina, mm-hmm. and you meet another hermaphrodite that also has a big penis, small vagina, then you're probably gay.
1: So are you putting these things, if you meet somebody, you have to put them on the scale, like the balance <laughs> beam, and you're like, ah, it's not going to work.
3: Well, I think the pants come off, and then you're like, oh, okay, we're compatible because I like the bigger penis, small vagina hermaphrodites.
1: Right. So you're going by
2: the eye test. Like, it's basically just based on an eye test. You whip your pants off. Okay, your penis is two centimeters bigger than your pussy lips. So you're a do- like, that's how we're doing it. It's just going to be a, it's a a visual judgment.
3: Yeah, my scientific uh, knowledge of uh, herpetite yeah. sex organs. Yes. Yeah. That's, uh, okay. knowledge of that. Good. <laughs> so you're saying no, Wackerly?
1: I'm saying they can't be gay but they can't be straight either. It's just uh it's just like they're just mashing shit together at that point. Hmm. What Those about you? Yeah,
2: cause I, I think and isn't it also true that I, most hermaphrodites can't really re, like they're or they have the organs but they're, think none some of the organs true, are yeah. like fully developed where they can't really like They can't really function totally, or they don't can't reproduce. They're not like because you can't have like functioning
1: testicles and ovaries. And and ovaries, it's all wired, crossed wires. Yeah, so
3: I think it's one or the other that actually works.
1: It's like a donkey can't have a baby.
3: Don't don't they usually, if you're a herpetite?
1: (laughs) No, we're comparing humans to donkeys. I just wanted to do that to piss
2: people off.
3: (laughs) If you're a herpetite, though, but
2: you are right, they cannot reproduce.
3: Don't they usually like cut off the dick if the dick is small, and then just like okay, now you're a woman.
2: Yeah, sometimes, like, yeah, I've heard, I've seen these documentaries or whatever, where parents kind of make a decision, oh, well, we're going to raise them as a female, or we're going to raise them as a a boy, and they kind of make that decision, and the doctor, and in some of those cases, maybe they can salvage, and it's, one's got some functional attributes to it, so they go that direction instead of the other, so that, that, yeah, I, I, I think that does happen in some cases but I think in some cases, like in some cultures anyway, I think these people are kind of I've heard some cultures like worship the hermaphrodite and they just like they don't fuck with any of it, they just raise them as a hermaphrodite.
3: Well, like in Munger?
2: <laughs> no, Munger <laughs> likes incest so they only have retarded babies, that are not hermaphrodite.
3: So what is, uh, which is the dominant organ for Warsaw? <laughs>
2: I already told you, I, I, there was nothing that jumped out to me as being the dominant feature. might need to reexamine it. <laughs> yeah. later Did later.
3: you have your flip phone like flashlight on when you opened the flip phone and really took a good look?
2: That was before flip phones. Oh. That, that, was, that was probably in the early 2000s. I don't think I had a flip phone yet either. I just had a regular a Nokia fucking from uh, uh, Nextel.
3: Yeah, I don't think those had flashlights on them. Yeah, no. Oh, well it be nice if you had like one of those doctor hats with the flashlight on top yeah, of you. Yeah, with
2: the big, and the micro, like the, the, the magnifying glass thing that they can put <laughs> over. Yeah, I, fortunately, I didn't have any of those. I didn't bring my urology equipment with me there.
3: <laughs> you could really inspect Doug Warsaw's genitals. <laughs> all right, so in answer to your question, I don't know. Jury's out. Either maybe, maybe because they have both sex organs, it's impossible to be gay, or I'm thinking dominant sex organ makes you gay. Who knows? Anyway, I'm going to um, say
2: this. I think that the gayest part of the whole scenario is that there was a growing man reading a book. That's pretty <laughs> fucking gay. <gig. laughs>
3: yeah, it's a, I don't think you're I think it's gay to read books these days.
2: He's oh, a this, uh,
1: there's no yeah. lot to do. Um, yeah, you go out and you hunt a bear. <laughs> Dog sled. That, can be kinda a can be kinda a that could be kind of gay,
3: too. It could be kind of gay depending on what kind of bear you're hunting. Um, well,
2: there's a lot of bear hunting going around where Lance slips.
3: <laughs> the uh, second call we got here is kind of a My Two Cents call. Someone, someone wants our, our opinion on something.
2: Hey, guys. This is John from Texas blowing up your line tonight. I got a My Two Cents uh, call. Um, I've been dating this girl for about a year and a half now. And uh, let's just say I love her to pieces, she's a good girl, very pretty, sex is great, (laughs) everything's fun, fun and dandy. Gay. Um, Gay. There really isn't a reason to break up with a lady, and that's kind of why I'm calling you. Uh, One, she doesn't drive. I live in a big city in Texas, San Antonio, and uh, I end up having to wake up and take take her to work. I have to wake up after a night of drinking. To take her to work and I gotta That's take her to her friends' annoying. houses and I gotta do all sorts of shit. If I wanna fuck, I gotta go pick her up and
1: bring her to my house and the t-
3: He's like Morgan Freeman in that movie that I forget <laughs> the name of.
1: If he was fucking Miss Daisy.
3: <laughs> you know he did.
1: <laughs> I
2: never oh, saw that movie. Man. Um I'm thinking of Um I'm kind of uh Looking to do some other stuff with some other ladies, and I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I don't want to cheat.
1: Well, if I've she can't drive, one, she's regretted. not going to find you with a chick, a new chick anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> she's stuck in her house. Yeah, you can not go not anywhere you want.
3: Yeah, she's not going to freak out and find out that you're like going around cheating, because there's right. no way she'd even know. She's housebound, like a shut-in. <laughs> No You
1: can't If you lived in Like a big city With like Public transportation You can have a girlfriend That doesn't drive But you live in fucking Texas Like you get, If you live in Texas You have to be able to drive What's wrong with her? I, I, Is she slow?
3: Like of the mind? She, I think she's I think she's a bit of a rotundo
1: And I'm not that kind
2: of person You know it's kind of fucked up to do it's And I don't want morals. to do it Uh
1: or what about I'm Uber? Can uh, uh, you just 20... give her, like, an
3: Uber card? Well, that's what I, that's what I was saying. It's like, at it, it, this day and age now, I'm sure they have Uber or Lyft in whatever buttfuck Texas town she lives in, so shouldn't she <laughs> he be taking that? She lives in Houston.
1: That? It's, like, as big as L.A. Yeah, but she
3: lives in, like, a town outside of Houston, but she could still <laughs> oh, take the Uber and to come see them.
1: I'm 21.
2: I don't want to be tied down, and I want y'all to tell me what you think I should do. Did he say he's 21? this lady yeah. that I potentially think that could be my wife maybe one day? No, no, no. no or should I just go the other road and, uh, you know, just live my life and fuck a bunch of randoms and uh, maybe even try out some crazy shit I've never done like blow a dude? <laughs> Who knows?
4: Dad
2: <laughs> um, take a turn. Well, yeah. You have, have a huge nose. Lance. If your dick was as big as D's nose, I would respect
1: you more. Love you guys. I am am too old to get my dick sucked at this
3: point. (laughs) (laughs) So wait a second. This this started off as a my two cents, and now it's (laughs) becoming Is That Gay?
2: Yeah, Um, I I don't know what's going on. He threw a real wrench into the...
3: (laughs) I'm confused. This is a, yeah. ...the motor
2: there at the end. But there's a lot of things going on here. I think one, he said he was 21 years old, correct? Or uh, did I miss something? Yeah, Yeah, he's 21. One, he's overthinking this. At 21 years old, you shouldn't be thinking beyond, you know, the next hour in terms of your fucking love life. (laughs) Two, the Broadcan Drive. So like Lance said, eh, there's an intellectual issue there. She's probably had special ed classes. She maybe wears a hockey helmet. I haven't seen her, but my guess is something's amiss upstairs. I'm I'm thinking that,
3: too. He's
2: talking about her being potential wife material and he doesn't want to hurt her feelings. Yet on the other hand, he's talking about a guy sucking his dick or going in fucking randoms. I'd say if you're already thinking that at this stage of the game, you've been dating her for a fucking month and hauling her ass all over town. She's probably not what you're going to be considering wife material tomorrow (laughs) or 10 years down the road. So it's time for her to hit the fucking sidewalk, pack her fucking luggage, throw her out there and call her a cab.
3: And And, And you can go on a sausage hunt. Seems yeah. like that.
2: <laughs> I, just, I, I, I would, I would or, uh, tell him to maybe do that with caution in Texas, because the next thing you know, he could be dragging at the back of a pickup truck with a lasso around his neck. <laughs> do they That's still true. do
3: that there? I'm assuming it's, it's a sport.
2: Um, I think maybe in West Texas. I don't know if they do it in San Antonio or every city. They certainly don't do it in Austin, because Austin's a bunch of poofs.
3: Do they do it to like, all like, minorities? Like, I mean, is it like, you know, like, you know, gay people, Jews, black people, it's like,
2: I think it's, I think it's just blacks and, and well now probably, probably not so much the gays anymore. I think they're probably, it's more trannies cause trannies are much more hip and trendy than
1: the gays.
3: Yeah. You'd think though they could be beguiled by a tranny though. You know, I just
1: Googled, uh, Houston gay bar and there's a ton of them. So I don't think he's going to have a problem. There's one called yeah. Tony's okay. corner pocket. <laughs> That's, that's a great name for a gay bar Ripcord I, 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 kind of I, like, I kind of feel <laughs> There's like
3: There's one if...
1: called Guava Lamp
2: that's <laughs> right. Is there
1: anything called The Stink Chamber <laughs> No I was trying to find one that's, uh,
3: What about the White Swallow
2: Cause I always wanted to open up a gay bar Called the Stink Chamber
3: <laughs> I always thought it would be cool Like, If I ever was ever to open a gay bar I would just call it the Blue Oyster In tribute Cause don't you think people would be like This is so funny
1: well, whoever, yeah, they probably have a copyrighted the Yeah, they might uh, get on your ass. They about can't you.
3: copyright a fucking name of a bar, can they?
1: I
2: think I, they can. Th- I I think they can you know the fucking Hollywood lawyers and shit. They fucking probably threat even if they couldn't, they'd probably threaten you with so much like so many subpoenas and shit that you'd probably just give up your cause and change the name.
3: What about Goatsy's but it Tavern? Be
2: for them to collaborate. What?
3: Wait, have you ever heard do you remember Goatsey? on the internet Steele probably doesn't know about Goatsy but Goatsy's Tavern I think would be a very successful institute like a successful uh, successful restaurant bar Goatsy's Tavern is
2: that from a movie?
3: Goatsy <laughs> <laughs> just after the call just do an, a, a Google search for g o a t s e G-O-A-T-S-E, G-O-A-T-S-E. G-O-A-T-S-E
1: okay. you'll be very entertained okay.
3: you'll be very entertained Goatsy and that goes okay. for the listening audience too just do a Google search if you've never heard of Goatsy G-O-A-T-S-E
2: um, I have a feeling I'm being set up for the NASA, the, <laughs> the people at the NSA to be spying on my 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 Google searches, and I'm going to get arrested the next day.
3: But so this kid wants to know, like you know, this girl's potential wife material. Yet I'm still considering of doing something crazy like going and sucking a dick. I think if you're having like reservations and thoughts about sucking cocks, you probably should wait to get married. Right. You think?
2: Why get ma- why get married? Married? If that's the case, you might want to be thinking more in terms of getting gay married, because I think it's legal now all over the all fifty states.
3: Yeah, but this kid sounds like he's experimenting. I think a lot of the young people these days kind of feel like you know what? It's not it's a, it's okay to suck one dick just to see what it's right. like. I think a lot of it's young guys, dick. I mean, yeah. Whereas it like you yeah. know dudes from our generation just never I never even occurred to me to do that. But now right. I think it's kind of a rite of passage for a lot of youth. Like when they're 19, right. it's like, well, I sucked one dick. Know what that's like? Not into it. I prefer vaginas. And I think right. that's it's where this kid like is.
1: Up, but... That would be the straightest person. Like he'd be straighter than any of us because he, he could be like, no, I, I know for a fact that I don't like it. But, but right, like, he could right. be exactly us, but like, tried. we don't really know. He's like, how do you know? Right, right. So, yeah. Right. Stand by my... going for him.
3: Yeah, you know, it's, we, we, we have no idea there.
2: Yeah, he sounds um, very straight, like very Texan cowboyish. He's He's very, if he is all gay, he's very like broke-back mountain gay. Like he's <laughs> he's a wrangler, he's a open cowboy, he's up in the mountains with another man. It's more of that type of gay I think he is than, you know, like something you'd see running around the Castro.
3: But that's what I'm concerned about, is if he gets married to this young girl and starts squeezing out puppies— then you know, ten years from now, he's gonna meet like his next door neighbor, and they and the next door neighbor's kind of ruggedly handsome, and they're like, "Let's go fishing this weekend, no women allowed." And next thing you know, they're yes. in a teepee and they're it's rustling true. cattle. You know. Yeah,
2: I mean, it's it's a whole he's opening up a whole can of worms in more ways than one. I think he so, should um, go
3: out or should wait, maybe try sucking a few dicks, and then later on decide to marry this retarded girl. You know, <laughs> She'll wait. That, that's my opinion. it will be
1: like when people used to go to war, you know, the World War II, and, but your girl would wait for you. So it will just be, just be like that for her. Yeah. Like, I got to go. Right. Uh, right. Maybe six And I'll
2: be back. He's not, he's, he's not out, you know, killing gooks and blowing up Charlie. He's just out <laughs> blowing Charlie.
3: <laughs> you know, speaking of Asians, the next call is from a guy um, in South Korea. And, uh, oh, he's ex- nice. Yeah, he's explaining the situation, the current situation over there.
0: Ghetto Tim here, sitting in uh, Seoul, South Korea over a holiday stretch. Just listen to the latest show.
3: I don't know if he's in the military or something, but doesn't it sound like he's calling from like an Apache helicopter? Yeah.
2: Well, I don't think he's Yeah, he my guess is, either. yeah, from the sounds of
0: it, he's not, uh, he's not Oriental.
3: Yeah. No, I don't <laughs> think he's actually Korean either.
0: Heard you guys talking about my neck of the woods, so thought I'd let you guys in on uh, some inside shit. Pass me some of that sarsaparilla. About living uh, <laughs> south of the Norks. Well, right here's up. the thing what's really funny is that it seems like everybody else outside of uh, South Korea is freaking out about the current situation. But that's because most people don't have a goddamn clue. I've lived here for quite a while, and the local perspective is something like this. Imagine that you're throwing a family get-together or a barbecue, you've always got that one drunken asshole, uncle or relative, who always starts picking fights and stirring up shit with people. If you don't know this guy, you think, oh shit, somebody better call the cops, you know, this guy looks like he's trouble. But if you know this guy, you're like, ah, that's just my uncle, he's just drunk, he's like that all the fucking time. He's always stirring up shit, always picking fights with people, but he's fucking harmless usually, you know. So this is the deal, I mean, you know, it's just like, give him a little food, he'll go back inside and pass out on the couch. The only difference is this time now, somebody did call the cops, and the cops are like total fucking retards as well. So, you've got one drunken fucking retard north of the border. He's barking like a little chihuahua. And you've got a bigger fucking retard in your stretch of the woods. And he's going on about his
1: thing. Stretch of the woods.
3: I kind of like that. I thought it was neck of the woods. I thought but it was neck also. Yeah. Stretch of the woods, I kind of like. You know, this, this is a pretty apt analogy for what's going on right now. Like oh, yeah. yeah. Two, two drunken fine. retards.
1: But it would be it's like if your match. uncle was actually murdering people. <laughs> nah.
3: Yeah, that's true.
1: It's go. It's in his own house. Whatever he does in there, it's fine. Yeah,
3: well, that's the thing. It's like, you know, he's murdering people up in the north. I like how they call him Norks. Did you ever know that? I didn't know that. Nork. Yeah. Nork and north Koreans. Yeah, it, it makes sense. But, like, that, that's the thing. I think a lot of the South Koreans are like, yeah, he's crazy. And he does that shit all the time up there. But but right now, I read recently, didn't Trump say that he's, you know, through being patient with the North Koreans?
1: I like, don't pay a lot of attention. <laughs> I yeah, just read yeah, that I on Friday.
3: Know. On Friday, he was like, I'm done. Because didn't they send that kid back that was all, like, tarted out?
1: Yeah. yeah well, like, he was in a yeah. coma, and then he died, yeah.
3: Yeah, he was in a coma. And so, like, the kid was over there. I don't know if, like, I guess that's a thing people can do is be a North Korean tourist. Like, you go to China, you fly into China, and you're like, I want to tour North Korea. And then you sign Come up.
1: You, you know who we're talking about, right?
3: I'm, I'm picturing. have
1: you ever gone somewhere and you're like, oh, I just got from my, back from my vacation to Mexico or whatever. And they're like, actually, I was in Antarctica. <laughs> yeah. You know, they always got to, like, one up your shit. And everybody else's and they they have all i'm sure they have a map in their fucking you know apartment with little pins all over the fucking place
3: are you saying like this guy's an adventurer do you think he's like some kind of social human rights like you know traveler guy that's like like, remember (laughs) i worked with a guy that was like yeah you know i went to mexico city to build you know solar roofs for houses and that's how i spent my winter break yeah maybe it's like one of those like I don't know. Or do you think he's just a dude that's like, I just want to get some selfies in North Korea?
1: Yeah, maybe a little bit of both. I yeah. So, anyway, thing.
3: he went over there, which is probably just not a good idea. And I heard that I read something like, yeah, we're no longer going to give Americans North Korea tours anymore. So sorry, Americans. But he went over there. He got caught. And then I think he was like sentenced to hard labor for like 30 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they and, do it. And then he'd just be, but yeah, he just, I don't know what they did to him. I think he would just be, I don't know, maybe malnutrition or something. He just you know became like got, a, got into a coma, and then they just sent him back a vegetable, and it's like, and then he died. And so now Trump is really well, pissed about it. Of course, that's it.
2: when you send somebody back. You don't want to have to fucking support that vegetable for the next fucking eighty years before he dies. Send him to us, so we can flip right. the vegetable bill. Right? Yeah, he's not yeah, very good move on Korea's part. Right? <laughs> I was about to
3: say he's not very right. effective in the prison camp.
2: Right, um, I mean, that's a great move on Kim Jong-un's part I mean, I would have done the same thing I'm not supporting his ass <laughs> Ship him overseas, ship him back home
1: So yeah, so humanitarian here. work is done here <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Basically, it's like who's
0: got the biggest bark But people here, man They can give a shit Birds are chirping Everybody's outside having barbecues Everything's same as it ever was yeah, Same man. as it ever was it's not a big deal to us because nothing's going to come of it, it's just the way it's always been. I mean, they've fired off rockets before, they've done all kinds of shit before. The only time that I seemed uh, to get a little nervous was maybe about five years ago. They fired some missiles into South Korean waters, landed on an island, killed a couple of villagers. But aside from that, <laughs> no big deal. It's never ever yeah, been a big deal here for any village, of us. Yeah. All right, so just to let you know, guys. The news outside of South Korea—it's just a lot of BS. It's all fucking birdcage liner. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong,
3: motherfuckers. All right, great. Fake news. It's good that's to know. It, that's what it is. Fake news. Um. So yeah. So I wonder. Do you think? Do you think Trump would ever like do a preemptive strike in North Korea?
1: I don't no. think. I mean, he has people surrounding not him. He would not allow that yeah. to happen.
3: Yeah, but I—I I read like uh, just this past week on Friday there was like you know. The military options are on the table because they they want to, like, because North Korea is just like, yeah, we're going to keep, keep going with nuclear war. But then I also kind of wonder what's going on with it because I kind of feel like the US is now just trying to drum up the whole, like, yeah, we got to take them down and getting everybody in the whole war. You know, like they kind of make us feel all excited about war. And I think they're trying to do that with North Korea. I don't know if it's as a distraction or if Trump wants to flex some muscles, but I do wonder. Like how many? If he just lit, like, you know, launched one missile or like one fucking bomb, could you just blow up that entire country?
1: Right, but the problem is, you would also irradiate all of South Korea and China and Japan.
3: But it, okay, if we just did missile attacks, though, so just from like a an aircraft carrier, we probably could wipe out Kim Jong Un's entire, you know, fucking army.
1: That's your professional military strategy? (laughs) I I don't fucking know.
3: (laughs) I'm just wondering if you, so you don't think Trump would ever do anything over there?
1: I don't know. Maybe he would. I don't think it would be a good move.
3: No, I think it'd piss a lot of people off. Also, I think the Russians actually support North Korea too. So I think it'd be interesting. This is, this is what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, sure. I don't like Trump at all, but he's an interesting president because he'll do shit like this. He's unpredictable. Who knows?
1: but is but mostly he just tweets like these stupid like, that he's, like mad about somebody on tv <laughs> i think he's kind of simple
3: yeah i think that's all, i think that's what, all he does though is i think he just stays up late at night watching watching tv shows I, talking trash about this him. is
1: going to be the final baby boomer president we have because we went backwards right i mean obama wasn't really a baby boomer no matter if you're on the left or the right i mean at least somebody could probably agree with me that, like, we don't need any more baby boomers in the White House.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think uh, I, was, I was watching something. You watch Jim Jeffries. You ever yeah. watch his show? His show was kind of funny. He was talking about, like, you know, all the Democrats are like, impeach him, impeach him. It's fucking hard to impeach a, pers- a president. I don't think any president's yeah. actually. Has a president ever been successfully impeached and forced out of office? I don't think so. Uh, I think-
2: no, Bill Clinton was impeached and Nixon and resigned, but Seriously. Bill Clinton never left office. And, you know, At- Nixon left office, but never was actually officially impeached.
3: And I think Andrew Johnson was impeached, but didn't he get in like a duel just- or something? <laughs> <laughs> like, so, so that's I what don't I'm saying.
2: What
3: I, it's I, if you I know,
1: I know. The modern era, please. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, brushed I, mean I know William Taft got stuck in the White House bathtub when he weighed 350 pounds, <laughs> but beyond that, my. My knowledge of the presidents is pretty limited,
1: <laughs> but I think. Uh, How much th- do you think Trump weighs? He's a he's a big guy, dude. He, you see those He's a big dude. He doesn't have a suit on, and you're like, you are a big fat tank of crap. And I didn't realize it. Not only that, six, but he's, he's like six four. I mean, he's a tall he's, dude too. Dude. So.
3: Well, that's yeah, that's what Jim Jim Jeffrey's point was. It's difficult to impeach a president because if you impeach him, even if that happens, you got to get the Senate and the House to also vote, you know, that he's you know unable to serve the rest of his term. So, what's more likely to happen with Trump? You see what he eats? Like he eats like fried chicken. Like that's a staple. So, I bet you like Trump is probably going to have a heart attack, especially from all the stress. I mean, the guy's sure. so worked up about like fucking talk show hosts talking shit about him. <laughs> He's up to all night, you know, wee hours of the night tweeting. Yeah, I
1: don't know. He's probably listening to this podcast and you're going to get an angry tweet.
3: Oh, dude, you, I was trying to, you see my most recent viral stunt, which failed miserably, but I was trying to get a bunch of people to uh, to tweet to him. Well, it
2: hasn't happened yet, though, right? I mean, it's, it's not till the 4th. Right? Yeah, but
3: I, I mean there's, there's still a couple days here, but yeah, I was trying to get a bunch of people to tweet to him, so hopefully Trump would get like an overwhelming amount of tweets and then uh, he could find out where it came from, like if we got like, a, you know, an interview and they could like talk some shit about us, but yeah, it never happened. <laughs> it was a it was a lofty ambition though. But anyway, still that being said, soon. So
1: yeah, that I being, said, soon, so, uh, just yeah, that being said,
3: still tweet to him though on Fourth of July. Um, but yeah, I think with I'm Trump, he's going to end up. Uh, I think he's going to end up having a heart attack. So we don't even have to worry about the impeaching, the impeachment procedure anyway. Um, Wackley, did you get a new dog recently? Uh, we have two dogs. Now. Wackley has two dogs. It's like having two children, like two special children.
1: They're not like little dogs too. Well, yeah, so yeah. you can hear their dog barking their asses off. So I'm gonna have to sign off, guys. But uh, good right. beer. All well, right.
3: we're we're ending the show anyway. Wackley, thanks for being on the show. Have a happy Fourth.
1: <laughs> All right, happy Independence see. Day. And uh, yeah. if my
3: brother ends up becoming disabled, it's your fault.
1: Okay, fair. fair All enough. right. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs>
3: um, Steele, I'm gonna wrap it up here. Uh. So, uh, people, you can call the show three two three five two two four zero three two. You can also listen to the show on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, comment—we appreciate it. Just go to iTunes or search for Sick and Wrong. Um, I'm still working on the Red Bubble store right now, so we're gonna have some new Sick and Wrong merch. But if you want to buy something, go to sickandwrongpodcast dot com slash store. You go to Cafe Press. Um, also, Sick and Wrong song of the week here. I'm going the show with the U.S. bombs. Uh, a song called Fourth of July. It's uh, from the record, We Are the Problem. But it's a nice uh, patriotic tune for the holiday. So we're going to end the show here with that. And don't forget to tweet to Trump on the Fourth of July. Worst president ever Sad. hashtag don't tweet on me. Um, Seal, thanks for being on the show. And uh, have a happy you. Fourth. I hope you uh, get some sparklers.
2: Well, I already got those.
3: <laughs> People will be back next week with uh, episode 591. Till then, take a sleazy.
4: This is Bob Medigan and you're living, ah, listen, living, listening to Synchronon. No, sick and Synchronon. <laughs> Thanks,
3: dude.
4: Right here. Yes, you're listening to Synchronon, and this is Bob Medigan and uh, I hope you're still gonna listen later on, dude. <laughs>